Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of Video Game Realness. Yay! Hello! Hello! I'm Delvin. My name is Greg. I'm James. And I'm Cameron. And this week, we are going to have a retrospective on MMOs. Ooh. The all-MMO podcast. I'm well, going to do my very best to contribute to this. <laughs> well, you've played some MMOs. A couple, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I've only played like two I'll on I'll ruin list, everyone's so. experience of them, but right. I'm going to hey, do yeah. my best. Well, that's a story. Um, we do have like a couple um, uh, news points to briefly go over. Um, and then we're going to just dive into everything MMOs. So if you don't like MMOs, this episode ain't for you. At least not the last part. At least not the last portion. The first part will be yeah. for everybody. For everyone. E for everyone. Yes. <laughs> um, so we're going to start with the news um, and discuss PAX, or the lack of news from PAX. <laughs> yeah. PAX was great and all. Like, There's a lot of great footage that came out of it of actual gameplay but like i'm sorry i don't really have much to talk about with it like it's like yeah so there were some games and uh people went all over the corners of america and played them yeah sounds like fun yeah everyone loved titanfall we still haven't gotten a chance to play it which one's titanfall that's the xbox exclusive quote unquote because it's also coming to pc it's the one with the mechs right yeah Yeah. and and, like parkour stuff it actually it looks kind of neat i'm excited for it for when it finally comes out on pc it just sounds like they're trying to like mash a whole bunch of gimmicks and they're like you know it'd be awesome Giant robots yeah. running around a building. Dude, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. I'm pretty sure that's actually exactly how they <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that I'm pretty sure works. that's exactly how those yeah. meetings probably go. Out of that, our marketing came and was like, um, uh, our market research demonstrates that people really like robots and parkour. And you know what? I like both of those things, so I'm okay with it. I've been told by the top down that you need to make a parkour mech game. There you go. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Our board of directors has stated. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But there was some Dragon Age stuff, right? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dragon oh my Age God. Inquisition is a big thing for Dragon Greg and Age I. orgasm. Go. <laughs> yeah. Ready, go. Ew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Uh, GameSpot had Take been doing easy. a month-long thing. Since, like, through all of August, I believe it Who was. Like GameSpot? GameSpot, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they had interviews from the developers. Yeah, we've got Doritos here and they're dangerous because they're going to get noisy. <laughs> they're they're going to get loud. Them, just they're like... going to get loud. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> mm, cheesy. Oh, God. Oh. That is a oh. mess. Ew, you can't put it back in the put bowl. Put it back in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, GameSpot. Yeah, GameSpot had been doing um. interviews with the developers and limited gameplay footage. It was all really interesting. You got to see, like what they were thinking in terms of how to bring it to the next generation and do the next version of it. But we didn't really see a lot of gameplay until PAX came, and there was a huge demo that was uh, done for the press, and then it got released. That was the um, that was the press... Oh, yeah, it was the press demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember talking yeah. about that, yeah. I, I haven't seen the full thing. I don't know if it's fully available, but I know certain sites have clips of it, and it looks fantastic. I haven't seen any of the clips. I just read the article that they released about mm-hmm. it, and it sounded really neat. And it yeah. sounded like kind of it was going to harken back to the old like Baldur's Gate style of mm-hmm. gameplay with a little bit of action um, from or the kind of action RPG style of Dragon Age Two. Yeah, um, I don't know if I like it. I, I do. I don't like, but that's the thing is, I didn't. Uh, Dragon Age Two was I. I liked it because it was a continuation of a story mm-hmm. in a world that I came to know and love. Yeah, a lot. 
But the combat system, I didn't really like. I just like bat- mashing one button. Well, I mean, everybody yeah. has their complaints about I it. I like no, it yeah. better than one. I Really? Personally, yeah. I liked it. I've said this before. I think my problem with Dragon Age Origins was I played on consoles, and I played two classes that were either broken, the archer, it just didn't work, or boring as hell because it was the healer in which you you did just press the oh, heal you button the you just <laughs> spam the heal button but then when i went to dragon age 2 the healer like you have two heals that are on long cooldowns and the rest of the time you're doing like crowd control to stop everyone right. from getting hit yeah. so for me it like dragon age 2 felt more tactical for me but then when i went and played other classes i realized yeah you do miss out on a lot of that tactical stuff in dragon age 2 so right Good that they're bringing that back for the people who like that. I played Mage in Origins, and <laughs> so let's did be I. Oh, come, it was kind of that the staff that battle animation. animation? Yeah, oh. that was <laughs> one <laughs> big problem. Poke forward, poke forward. It's like Excelsior, Excelsior, Excelsior. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, and you had, mages were pretty overpowered in the first one too. Once you got um, what was it, the Spirit Knight? No, what was it? The uh, I never got that far. Spirit. It was something spirit warrior. warrior, yeah, or something like that. It's the melee one that you put on armor and all. And you invincible. You're um. a fucking invincible mage, which is <laughs> the best shit ever. Oh, cool. I'm gonna go home and play it. I've played through that game at least four times. <laughs> like being Lord. evil, being kind of evil, being like a boy, being a girl, being an elf, being a dwarf. I played up to the first like milestone where you meet the guy who's like, Oh, I'm really good at fighting wars, not like my father or whatever, and then I just always stop playing there. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm bored. Um which systems is it coming out for? Uh, everything. Three sixty, PlayStation right. three. So I can Xbox play it on my PS three. Yep. PC yes! as well. <laughs> when you say everything, of course. Yeah. You don't mean Nintendo. No, actually, yeah, no, yeah. Nintendo. <laughs> no. Sorry guys. It matters. Woo, I just don't not just go there. I just want them to I mean, we might talk. We're probably going to talk about this later, but as long as they continue supporting the, for me, supporting the PS3, you know, over the next three years, mm-hmm. then I'm happy because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have to buy a PS4 yet. I just don't. <laughs> that's true. They're, they're releasing it on the new generation too, right? Yes, and that's one thing that's kind of interesting is they're talking about how they're bridging that gap in that it should look, it will look better on the yes. new generation. Uh, one of the things that they're doing to save on resources when they go back to Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 is the cities and towns won't be as populated. Yeah, they're scaling down the the, the number of sprites on the screen. Like, there's still going to be the same number of interactable. Right, they're just not as many random wandering people around. Which I... Yeah, that sets it up well for the newer generation. That sounds cool. Yeah. The worst so, would be a bunch of people walking around. It's like, I can't talk to any of you. <laughs> oh, there you are, girl. Back alley bitch all the way back there. <laughs> um, so this Dragon Age is a sequel to the second one, or is it like a new story? Or No, it's... It's, it's con- a new character. It's a continuation of the yep. story. So if, for those of you who haven't heard, I, I will be as spoiler-free as I can, because if you haven't played the games, it's actually quite a compelling story. It's incredible. Um, at the... Um, in, there's a series of events that leads to kind of like a rebellion with um, with the mages against the it's the chantry. Yes, uh, and um, you know I think it's four years have passed since Dragon Age Two. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's a there's an inquisition that's been raised um, to kind of like oh that's sp- where the title comes from. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. it literally is like the Spanish Inquisition. All yeah, over right. It. And you're and you're trying to kind of like quell this rebellion because there's this like all at war between the. Um, the mages and the mm-hmm. knights. So what are they called again? The Templars. The Templars. Thank you. Yeah. The mages and the Templars. So you're trying to quell and solve this issue. So you're raising, you're going around and, and uh, 
gathering forces yeah. from every different country and all the different races. You're like reuniting and, everybody for a common cause of yeah. social justice and equity. <laughs> so you're so you're well, <laughs> well no, here's unless the you're evil, you can be evil if exactly. you want, right? because it's a Bioware game. You could. D- like you might end up helping the mages, you might end up helping the Templars, you might end up just fucking them both over. Yeah, and you, know, you like, can do the same it, as the mage too. Yeah, You're exactly. either helping the mages or helping the Templar in the end. So, if, so you have like multiple ways that you can go through and play yeah, the game essentially. Yeah. So yeah, like as a bio, which yeah. then gives you replay value because you can mm-hmm. be like, yeah. okay, this time I'm going to help the mages. This yeah. time I'm going to help the Templars, and like you said, I'm going to fuck them both over. And this time I'm going to help myself. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's why that's why I've played through the first Dragon Age so many times is because I played for I usually play the game the first time as like a goody good like lawful yeah. character and then I go through I know there's a I went to a walkthrough and it was kill everyone you meet <laughs> like literally everyone you, you, there's a way to kill every single key character in the game oh, so Jesus. you're just stuck with like three people in the yeah, end the dog this. yeah the dog <laughs> and like Morrigan that's it that's oh, wow. like the whole thing Jesus <laughs> and um, Dragon Age would fall under the category of of, of course like a western RPG western right? style so, yeah. 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 it's so. pretty much like the Dragon Age it, whenever people say a western RPG Dragon Age is very much the it's very much this yeah, is yeah. what um, it is well Bioware is set Bioware, Bioware is in general yeah. I mean, is the western standard I guess but, Bethesda yeah. a little bit with Fallout oh and then there's also yeah. um Elder Scrolls would fall under that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah category as well. So, yeah. um, sorry, is Dragon Age Inquisition is the script writer, the story writer that girl, or she left after? Obviously, she wrote she, the story. She, for... uh, yeah, we're talking about Jennifer Hepler, I believe. Her, yeah, the one who left over those. Well, not. Well, her husband also got another yeah. job or something. Yeah. But no, she, I, I don't she think great. she had a chance to work much on this oh, okay. based off. But she might have still been involved. I, oh, so I she really was don't gone know. Already by that time, I I, I honestly don't oh, know the bad. answer. Sorry. Peace the, out, girl. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, girl. Um, I'm just excited to see the return of Morgan because that's what I was praying for mm-hmm. the whole time. In Dragon Age Two, was just like a continuation of the Morgan storyline, and it didn't happen, and it pissed me off. I was really. I was okay with that. I I'm one of those people who didn't. I like just wanted Morgan, a little but... tease. I just wanted. A yeah, little, I like... could. Yeah, definitely be, would have been great to see a tease. A I I, actually, I a like mo tease. <laughs> I like the Liliana tease a little more though. Oh, that was good at I the like very that. end. Mm-hmm. Oh, spoiler alert! Shit. Oh God, it's a it's a cameo. Greg, Come on, ru- people. Greg ruined the game for everybody. It's been out for four years. Yeah, two I haven't years. played it. I haven't beat Origins yet. There needs to be. I think there's. You know what though? I think there needs to be like a spoiler rule. Like if there's something's been oh, out yeah, for a certain amount of time. Oh yeah. I mean like. I mean, it's like if people who get mad when you like ruin Final Fantasy VII for them. It's like, it's like girl, girl has been a long ass time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pokemon what, spoiler dies. alert: you beat like... the Elite Four at the end. <laughs> yeah, you know, like there's a certain time window. I would say this applies to like movies, oh, yeah. TV shows. There's a certain window, like unless know. it's Battlestar Galactica, then you can't. Do not. Spoil it, you None can't of spoil you. Galactica. I still haven't finished that, so don't. <laughs> oh, I have it here if you need it. Okay, well. I, I, yeah, I own it oh, all. Okay, I just okay. haven't finished it. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Yep. All right. <laughs> anyway, so. so Dragon Age, yeah, we're really excited. So that was kind of like the big packs thing, I guess. Yeah, that was I think that's what everyone's really excited about the most, because people were kind of let down by the mm-hmm. second one. It felt really rushed, and it was kind of like the stopover between games. Yep. Um, mm. So I think people are just really excited to see something yeah. awesome. Generally positive things. So when does Dragon Age Inquisition come out? Q1 2014? Or is it Q2? Oh, no. It's Q3 oh. or Q4. It's, it's oh, a it's year. Oh, 2014. You're right. They, they pushed it back, yeah. which oh, is okay. exactly what we wanted to hear. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good that, you know, these things are taking the time to be mm-hmm. ready and stuff like that. 
but it sounds like a Q1, Q2 drought for Xbox and PS4. Shut it, Nintendo. Shut it. Speaking of Nintendo. Oh, yeah. The way it usually works. <laughs> really? You mean? I mean, come on. Everyone rushes games to release, and they're usually ports. And then after that, they go, oh, well, now we have to start from scratch and make games all over again. So wait, you mean you mean a Q1, Q2 drought is a normal thing for a console? Really? Girl, you preaching to the choir. I didn't know that. That's mm, interesting. I'm singing well, the gospel. Anyways. The look of sarcasm on I... Delvin's face right now is actually a little bit offensive. Yeah. Just saying. Joan Rivers felt that in her uterus. <laughs> what? She's like, oh, I had a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. And she's shading up the country. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. (laughs) So there was a Pokemon Direct uh, this week. Um, uh, semi ninja direct because it was like we're having a Pokemon direct and it's at like well, we four a.m. in the morning. Yeah, that's true. Oh, was this? Oh, in Japan was it like four a.m. or something? Or no, no for here it was four a.m. It was like seven a.m. somewhere. Seven else. Seven a.m. here, yeah. four a.m. in the east, in like the west the coast, west coast uh, and then like regular time for Japan. Right, it was uh, right. like dinner time, and then something in Europe. Right. Yeah. Anyway, Sorry, so plus five. There wasn't a a huge <laughs> amount of news. They um, announced the PokeBank service. I think that's a big deal. Pokebank's a pretty big deal. Okay. All right, fine. It's a big yeah, deal. I think that's really awesome. <laughs> you get to, like, take all your Pokemon from uh, games. Pokemon Black and White and White 2 and Black 2 and then transfer it up to the cloud. Yeah. Guess what? Nintendo got a cloud, guys. Yay! Yeah. Um, and then, Poke cloud. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, you get to boy. transfer all your Pokemon to the cloud. And then you can use them in Pokemon X and Y. And the and the implication is that any other Pokemon game going forward is going to be linked yes. to PokeBank. So, so this cool. is going to be a service going forward. Which is insane. Yeah. So you'll be able to... You can store a thousand Pokemon! It was actually really It was actually really cool when they were talking about it. They, um... They... Oh, was it, um... Awada, I can't remember who was talking about it, but they were like, you know, I want to be able to leave these Pokemon for my grandkids. Oh, oh like, yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's just precious. Aww. <laughs> so cute. That Can I just say something? Though, those guys were so fucking boring. Oh, yeah. They, oh, God. It's so corporate. It yeah, was very, corporate. like, yeah, they need to, like, jazz up those things, especially when it was, like, all in Japanese, and then it was, like, just the trans... I think the translators probably made it a little mm. bit more boring. Yeah, that's true. The translators made it even more dry. Yeah. So dead. And it's because we really wanted to yeah, exactly. connect people. Right. To <laughs> the Pokemon. So it made it a little bit more stunted, so it was like, eh. I found... Sorry, I want to say, what I found really funny about that announcement was because it is called a PokeBank, how much they stressed security. He was like, so you can securely store your Pokemon oh, yeah. in a yeah. secure way, so you can securely securitize your Pokemon so that <laughs> the they are securities. forever secured in a secured PokeBank. I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, I'm suddenly... My, hey, now. my hey, money bro. probably gets oh, treated worse at a bank than they <laughs> my Pokemon gets my treated. Pokemon- <laughs> gonna get stolen yeah. hey bro i heard you like security so we put securities <laughs> in your security while you're security it was just so funny um but. so pokebank isn't free um there nope. is gonna be an annual fee for pokebank it's minimal though isn't it five dollars it's five hundred yen five dollars yeah. so, do the math so year, it'll probably like be that's... even cheaper it'll be 4.99 it's or like 3.99 probably yeah it'll yeah. be like nothing to store a thousand pokemon 
Yeah. And guys, that's like Pokemon. There aren't even a thousand Pokemons. But it's all. <laughs> Aren't it's, they almost there though? They're at six hundred and fifty now. Yeah, and then plus. Sorry, don't many shoot me. Is. But this is like Bill's PC in real life. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Like, like, like real. If PC. they don't, oh, they should. They shouldn't have called it Pokebank. They should have called it Bill's PC. Yeah, wasn't it originally called Oak? Oak's PC, Professor Oak. No, Oak's was. Oak's was uh, that's how you could check your Pokedex, and he would rank. And he'd be like, oh, "You have." Yeah. Yeah. So it was always Bill's PC. But yeah. I, I feel Bill's like Bill's PC was the item. It's thing. like an international. No, your PC was the item. Okay. Guys, come on! I haven't played Jeez, a Pokemon sorry, game. Okay. All right, I think it's you... like an international thing. Like yeah. everybody knows what a Pokebank is. Worldwide. I know. I'm yeah. just kidding. But, but I was gonna say, I'm hoping this is a lead up, and Japan's not telling us. So Tokyo won the 2020 Summer Olympics. Oh, so I'm yes. hoping this is a way for them to introduce Pokemon as an official Summer Olympic sport for the Olympics. <laughs> oh my God. Move over, wrestling. No one yeah. wants you anymore. No one wants we need wrestling. Pokemon. We need Poke Battles. Could you imagine if that happened? That'd be hilarious. Like, Everybody connects like, to their Poke be, like, serious for like two seconds? And like, <laughs> if that was a thing. <laughs> that would be sick. Do you I know, would, like... I would lose my shit. And the publicity for Nintendo... All the bitches who are like, Nintendo's gonna like go bankrupt. Well, fuck you, bitches. They're in the Olympics. Yeah. Well, to be fair, anyone that hosts the Olympics tends to go bankrupt. So, oh, oh. yeah. See you in well, a they're year, not hosting. Russia. <laughs> they're not hosting. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Only Tokyo. That's true. Anyway, um, so the other big news um, for the Poker Direct uh, was the. Oh. You get two starter Pokemon. You get the. Um, one of the. The new the, ones. The new ones, which Seneca I can't. Chip, Chip Sol. Chespin. 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 <laughs> and Froakie. And Froakie. <laughs> right. And then you get to get the original starter Pokemon, Squirtle, Yay. Bulbasaur, and Charizard. And Charmander. 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 Whatever. Let's be honest. Anyway. I like Charizard best. <laughs> and they get to Mega Evolve. <laughs> that sounds so much like Digimon. I'm uh, really it sorry. It's, it's, it's like imagining somebody like pulling out one of those Digi cards. It's like, Digivolution. Mega Kabuterimon. Yeah, they really. I, I and they wish get like robot arms and shit. Name. Like, I'm over it. At least what? they waited seven years. That's yeah. true. Yeah, true. They true. Were, and I mean, Digimon's Digimon. really like dead. So uh, yeah, it's not. Uh, that is not true. Uh-oh. Digimon is on Netflix now, and I've been watching it. Right? Oh my god! In original Japanese. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Digimon's dead, and <laughs> um, you can mega evolve uh, Blastoise, Venusaur, who doesn't look. A lick no, different. Yeah, no, Venusaur looks kind of basic. Venusaur has a flower hat. Come on, guys. That's true. Flower hat. It does have. It would looks, only be better if it he was looks a sun angrier hat. too. <laughs> mm-hmm. He looks much angrier. I like how Blastoise just gets hand cannons. It's awesome. <laughs> he gets hand cannons and, and like one the mega. One mega no, it's just so funny. It's like a Megazord. Well, because like, he originally has the two, two and then shoulder he has cannons. Like, you know, he yeah. And he then looks, Charizard doesn't really look. No, he's like more angular, and he looks kind of more like aerodynamic. He gets like a three pronged skull. Yeah. So now they're they're gonna reveal more too, or they're supposed to be other mega mega. They make it sound mega. like every single Pokemon can mega evolve. It's that's what they that no when in, in the Pokemon Direct they're saying, oh, we want you guys to explore how all the Pokemon can mega evolve. So I don't know if that. Oh shit! Yeah, I think there's still can. more stuff that we don't know about. Yeah, Maybe they're trying to just leave yeah. it as a surprise for the when you discover in the game. Maybe I don't know. Mega Rapidash. With Pegasus wings. Oh. I've been wanting that. I'm into it. Since. I'm into it. I've been wanting that forever. <gasps> That's amazing. Oh, he probably would become fairy type then. Ooh. Ooh. A fairy Rapidash. A Fapidash. Was it? <laughs> oh, sorry. In the first game, you could. I thought you could only choose one. Was it Rapidash or Growlithe? That everybody no, it's, no, it's in red, one's in blue. It was Vulpix yeah. and Growlithe. Oh, Vul- Vulpix and yeah. Growlithe. Oh, yeah. yeah, sorry. That's really yeah. So I don't know who my starter Pokemon is going to be. I obviously know I'm picking Squirtle. Like, that's, like, 
done. Always pick a water and a fire because the grass are always useless. Oh, the grass, grass is grass usually Pokemon pretty are good. typically useless. Mm. Yeah, they're good. Uh, like they're good against stat, like status affecting. They're stuff. good against water and they're good against. Yeah, but then you want a Pikachu. Rock. Ground. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, All right. you win this round. You win. Anyway, moving on. So there was a slew of Xbox One information. So, mm. welcome to the shade corner of video game <laughs> it realness. Have to be the shade corner. <laughs> yes, it does. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm just gonna throw out all the information, and then we're gonna talk about it because. Yeah. I'm just going to perpetually just yell boo the whole time you're telling no, us about this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay. Guys, they're trying. Okay. Like every, everyone tries, right? So, um, Xbox anything? One in Europe, day one pre-orders will get FIFA 14 for free. Great. That's a good, good thing. thing. Great. Yep. Um, Europeans <laughs> love Europeans yep. love soccer. Most yeah. people who are going to get an Xbox One are going to get it for FIFA or Call yeah. of Duty. So, or yep. as they call Makes it, das football. Sense. I yeah. want to do a, someday. <laughs> I want to do a segment on sports games so I can. I think you drink some Shaderade. <laughs> you mean put down the fucking controller and go outside? <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, so, but I would love to do a segment about <laughs> sports games at some point in the future. Coming soon. Anyway, so the other stuff. Um, Xbox One will support eight controllers. Um, is currently in production with an improved CPU. Um, is coming out November twenty second. So that's what a week after. I believe so. PlayStation Four. Yep. Yeah. Um, Good timing. Yep. And uh, sure. what else did they release? Or oh, they're going to support, continue to support Xbox three hundred and sixty until twenty sixteen. And there are still a hundred new games coming out for three hundred and sixty. All of them third party that are available for everything. Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Yeah. It's all about risk. They're all bargain bin titles. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, no, I mean, there's Dragon Age. So. Yeah, that's true. They also mentioned that. Um, well, okay. So the improved CPU, I mean, I thought there was one point when they mentioned that, like, they changed the CPU to a lower one. Now it's saying it's an improved one. I don't know what's going on with that. It's not going to make a difference. Are to we surprised that we don't know what's going on? With yeah, that? I just assume that, that that's what the case yeah, is. We're, we're just you know what? Tomorrow they're going to come out and say, instead of a CPU, we're going to have a fucking hamster on a running wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, okay, and then they also said digital sharing will return when the time is right. And then they're also saying, well, we could offer backwards compatibility down the road through the cloud. Why is it so hard to do backwards compatibility? It, it actually ends up increasing the cost quite a lot. I suppose. Because you essentially need a different disk drive. I, yeah. Really? Computer nerds the, don't. Shut different? up. You're a different disk drive. No, I. I, I are the disk drives really that different this time around for them? Okay. Yep. It's, it's the like, it, it's essentially the same as going from GameCube to we was oh, minus the size like it's that different well, but then you could play could the Wii play, games yeah. on yeah it's, that's but then my, that's that's yeah i could it, i get it it I, did I, bring up the cost i of half the get it like, i half i guess i half get it so my overall like here's my i guess shade is like um it just seems like they're just kind of like deciding things as they go along you know it's like they not haven't really quite figured it out <laughs> They're experimenting. Or, like, I feel as though now they're just trying to recover, I guess. Because yeah. they maybe did have a whole plan in what they did want to do, mm. and then they got shit on. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're just trying to, like, save face yep. and 
be like, oh yes, we'll we'll do this later, and okay, we'll 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 try to throw in backwards compatibility through the cloud. I well, just imagine all of these uh, these releases with like the nervous laughter, like, hey, now we have a better processor, guys. Look at that. Yay. I think uh, personally, I I think everyone, including Sony, they know that this next generation is a huge bet. Which is why yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the PS3 is also supported for a very long time because they have a good thing going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as much as there is competition between the three and, you know, they like to throw shade at each other, I think Nintendo's stagnation, I think it scares Microsoft and yep. it does scare Sony. You know, they can come and say, well, we're different. Um, we offer a multimedia integrated yep. experience. But I think they're getting cold feet that people are not actually as receptive to new technology and a lot of their market research might be completely off. Yeah. Like, they're really nervous about that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they're throwing these, these just kind of throwing volume at it, you know? Yeah. Eight controllers, get FIVA. You guys love TV, right? Everybody yeah. loves TV. What else do you like? Doritos? Here's a Mountain Dew Dorito promotion oh, for yeah. Xbox One. Do Don't that. you love that shit? <laughs> just, like, keep throwing shit at it. To yeah, make it... you know, play FIVA on your X1 and become sterile. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just... It's, no yeah. kids ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I that that's where I feel like a lot of this is coming from. Sony's a little bit better at hiding it, mostly because they have such uh, they're used to the tech space, the entertainment space. Mm-hmm. They, they have other products to work on, but uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's like a fundamental fear. I think, it yeah. would be it would be pretty dumb of them to ignore what's happening to Nintendo. I mean, what what makes you think that you're so immune to? I know Kotaku likes to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> they do, um, but. But it's it's something yeah. that can happen to any developer out there right now, or yeah. or console. It's indicative of the space. Like yeah. people have moved on to other things. Yep. Yeah, so exactly. Things are changing, and maybe maybe this next generation is going to be very interesting. But um, what else do they? Have? PC games catching up now, I guess. Again, it, it's, well, yeah, it it's making a bit the of margins on PC are becoming Steam much more just, affordable for yeah. for people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they also had their first TV ad. Oh boy! Which had no games in it. It, it just screamed. Bro. Xbox on. Did they not learn their lesson from like? They also need to start saying Xbox One on. Yeah, yeah. I will say though, I like I looked at that. I'm like, oh, I do want that. I do want the football, and I do want the things, but I don't want to have to pay all of that to pay f- to watch right. something that I'm already paying for. It's like, oh. well, I remember when they first announced TV for the Wii U before yeah. it was not a good service, mm-hmm. and you were actually quite interested in the fact that while you're watching the game, you could stats on the players would yeah. pop up. You could draw the that show is you the a plays. really good thing. Like though. it is a really good. I have yeah. tried it before, but it hasn't. That, that added value has not convinced people to exactly. purchase into it. Because and that one's free. And there's nothing you can't do without the... I'm sure there's an NFL iPad app where you could do Probably. all that shit already exactly. in real time. Have one. Exactly. Well, there one you go. Already. That's what I mean. So it was... I mean, I know football season's up and up, up yep, and starting. Up, up and running. Mm-hmm. A lot of grunting, sweating, tackling, you know. Yep. Uh, Sounds hot. <laughs> so, I mean, I understand that ad for that market. That, that yeah, that's idea. probably why that was the ad that they went with. But to launch with that ad is a little bit... Yeah. Strange. It's like, yeah. you know, you, you, you did get shit on for... Putting out the the first conference that they had with no, well, not no games, but minimal games, and then like a lot of pre-rendered. Yeah, and, and then like it was talk about TV and TV and TV, and then like sports. They did it again. It's like by contrast, did everyone see this was way back yeah. at E3 the Sony uh, PlayStation Four commercial that was out? That thing was epic. It had like people cosplaying and as all of the different games that were coming mm-hmm. and there was just explosions going on and there's this oh it i was, know what you you're it meaning. was yeah. so cool yeah, i know what you're talking explosions about explosions are important 
Very, Very important. important. Guys, you have no idea. It was like all the all the all the characters or protagonists in the games they were launching, they were all in like a pub or a bar or something like that. It was starting like that. Oh no, I'm thinking of a oh, different one. one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, the one. Geez. I don't know what you're that one's, me, that one's good too. That's a good one. They're Excuse telling me. they're telling stories about each other's like Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's one was really one. good too. I yeah. loved that one. Show no. Yeah. Because I don't have no idea what y'all bitches are talking about. So I'm seen it? No. Oh, it's epic. It's very they're they're I think they're talking about like a gamer. And they're talking about, I think it's in yes, Bill yes, or something. Yes, they're talking about the gamer and, that's and playing the like, game. And yes. then Bill was like, he was doing this, and then we went did this together, and he's yeah. epic. And it's, it was rad. It was, it was cool. actually a really Good. great commercial. Yeah. The problem is we yeah. launched with bad commercials, so people stopped being like, oh, what's the next PS3 commercial going to be? True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They Show notes for sure. Those dead Show baby commercials. Notes. Anyways, did anyone else have anything else to add about the slew of Xbox information that came out? Over it. I'm not over it, but <laughs> meh. I, I mean, I've never been day one, and no, I, I don't think I ever will be day one ever again, um, just given the, the, the amount of time it takes for uh, developers to, to transition, yep. quite yeah. frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learned your lesson from Wii U. <laughs> well, I did learn my lesson. I mean, you know, I, I still, if I didn't have it, I don't think I'd be any better off. Yeah. I mean, the margins that it's added to my life are minimal. I, I'm just really interested to see what happens. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's going to have a tough time even if they sell five million in the first quarter it's let's still say gonna be tough. i think there's it's still going to run into some roadblocks really quickly down the line mm-hmm. as, as other Q firms one, catch Q up to 2014 well mm-hmm. yeah i mean the nature of, of of entertainment just might completely shift no hold on isn't is when's destiny is that q1 or q2 or is that late 2014 as well what destiny the the bungee bungee the ones oh yeah. the one that like looks, a giant moon yeah, yeah, i think that's yeah, yeah, yeah. early 2014 Maybe. That might be a big one, but then again, it's launching on everything minus Nintendo. I've PS3 never been a day one, day oneer. I don't think I bought anything the day it comes. It's usually like a year afterwards that yeah. I get that I finally muster the, the funds. Drop. Yeah, exactly. Well, I will say we got some fun out of Nintendo Land at, at parties. Yeah, so I, the only oh, that's true. We did get a lot, <laughs> a lot of, lot of, of gay screaming. Luigi, yeah. The only the only systems I bought day one because of the fanboy that I am. Um, was GameCube, Wii, and Wii U. I yeah. think I, I got GameCube day one. Did you? Yeah. I think I so. My family bought it for me, so I won't. Yeah, I, I waited in line at Toys R Us for, well, actually, no, I had pre-ordered it, and then I waited in line when for the store to open, and then everyone was like, oh, I hope I get one, I hope I get one. I was like, ha-ha, bitches, yeah. pre-ordered, walked in, <laughs> picked it up, paid, walked out, bye. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I didn't have a pre-order for the Wii, so I waited outside oh of God. Best Buy overnight. Oh no! With my friend, oh, with losers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> overnight. Overnight. Oh my god! It was fucking cold because it was released in it was no- November. It was in November. In like, so we were outside the fucking Whitby Best Buy, <laughs> <laughs> waiting to get our Wii, and then like they um, came in the morning and were like, "Okay, we only have like twenty six systems or whatever," and there was like probably about like wow. 50, 75 people in line Jesus. at this point. And like you know, you know, like when there's like a huge line, people start to like try to like yeah crowd, yeah. And then people are like, no, no, I was here all night. It was just getting intense. I was like, <laughs> I'm sitting in spot number thirteen, and my friends in fourteen. We were just like, 
He's like, stop pushing. I was like, I don't really care. I know I'm getting one. Well, actually, so so that's the interesting thing that that I want to look forward to how this all plays out is the thing with with the Wii and and what really happened last generation. And mm-hmm. mind you, last generation was like six to seven years. What mm-hmm. the Wii did is it really severely reduced the barrier to entry into yes. the space, both from a price perspective and also from an interactivity perspective. All you have to do is wave the stick around, mm-hmm. and suddenly you're playing fucking tennis with your kids. Yeah. Well, the Wii U has kind of removed that value. Like it's raised so. the price, and people don't really understand tablet screen interactivity. Which I don't get. But but, anyway. but you know, it's not as easy as wagging a remo- Wii mode yeah, around. Yeah, very true. But same thing with the PS4 and the X1. They've also increased yep. the cost of entry, and so without sort of a, a gateway drug, if you will, like the Wii, it'd be interesting to see how the entire market. Yeah, reacts to it. There's no more. There's no more new moms being like, "Oh, I played a Wii. Maybe I'll buy a 360 to watch Django with my friends or my children." None of that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that's gone. It's well, back to what it was back in the PS2 days. It's yeah. like yeah. a bunch of nerds will buy the console, you know, masturbate about it on the internet, and then be done with it. <laughs> that's about it. And yeah. then complain about it on internet forums. Yeah, and be like, "Oh, I don't." Gaming's not mainstream. It's such a valid form of entertainment. It's immersive, and I love it. It's like, okay, well, great, thank you, preaching thanks, to the choir. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna downboat you on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna dive into the world of MMOs. Ooh. My mother's oranges. What? <laughs> is we're going to go into the world of MMOs and talk, go in a little bit about their past. Oh, I thought it was My Mother's Oranges. <laughs> I have nothing to say about MMOs. I got to go. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're just going to go into like the past and talk about what things we've played and you know what MMOs do for us and stuff. Um, How they make us feel in our lady bits. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God. <laughs> So, um, they make my lady beds feel warm okay. and snug. All right, all right, all right. Take it back in. Go right. ahead, Delvin. Recenter. Um, so MMOs, you know, have dated back way, like, I was doing like research and looking into like how far back they go. They go back to like early 90s, and I'm just yeah. like, I don't even know what any of these games are, but. Um, some of the more popular ones um, would were Ultima Online uh, in 1997, EverQuest. Like, oh, EverQuest! Pro- probably like I would say EverQuest would probably be like the biggest like 
kind of pinnacle of starting of MMOs. pioneer. Yeah, the pioneer, of, yes. Yeah. Um, that was in 1999. Um, then we had RuneScape, which was a browser-based uh, MMO in I've 2001. I've heard of RuneScape. What did anybody ever play that? I played that game. Was it graphical or was it? Uh, not really. No, no, it was like words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Sorry, it was graphic. It was visual. But you typed things in. Yeah, you, you, yes, you did type. You things. typed commands in, and then the yeah. Okay, I remember RuneScape actually. Yeah, you could also click on things. I think. I don't know. I played it with my high school friends. It yeah. was super basic. Super basic. Bitch. We'll we'll get into like our past with yeah these games. I, okay. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. Um. So and then uh, Fantasy Star Online, which not quite an MMO, but still had an online space where you played with people so it still falls under that category somewhat um final fantasy 11 which was in 2002 uh ragnarok online 2002 oh, I forgot about ragnarok it's so good um eve online in 2003 city of heroes and then everquest 2 these all the ones i just mentioned were all launched before world of warcraft hmm. right mm-hmm. so these were these were the games that were you know out there and doing the MMO thing. Um, so, yeah, what was everyone's kind of past in terms of, like, these MMOs, if any at all? So the first game I played was uh, RuneScape, but I actually played that in middle school, mm-hmm. not in high school. And uh, I played it online with one of my friends. I just remember not really knowing what we were doing or what we were supposed to be doing. Mm. There was, I think there was a quest system. Mm-hmm. But most of the time I ran around chopping down trees, building things, and then killing, like, wild dogs with so do you recall what, like, the point of the game was? No. <laughs> <laughs> but no. it was just, but it was fun playing with your friend. Yeah, it was just something to do. Would you say that was, like, your draw to the game? Was... Um, yeah, I think there was that. That, that was part. There was, there was a sense of progression, though. Like, people did get better armor, and I was like, oh, I want better armor. Okay. The armor looked basic, because it, it went bronze cap, iron cap. Steel cap, yeah. like really basic. Yeah. I, think yeah. I think that was it after that. Yeah. Oh, that's um, it. I was going to say silver, gold, diamond, pearl, no, black, white, <laughs> X, Y. Sorry. <laughs> the X cap. Um, I was also on playing, I was playing on dial up at that point. Oof, so oh tragic. It would, just, it would cut off. Sometimes. Which is also a very good thing to mention. When these games were out, you know, dial up was still, a I thing. would say probably like before. Final Fantasy Eleven, like the, those things were all like, pretty much online was still or, or dial up was still very a big thing. Yeah, it was still a dominant mm. way of playing. So after RuneScape, then the next big uh, MMO I played was Ragnarok Online. I played that in high school with my friends, yeah. and I played that game religiously. Me, I played oh it every God. day in the summer. I played it every day, yep. every day, every day. So yeah, I've never played. Have you played Greg? I've played Ragnarok briefly. Okay, like Cameron so, and I are the ones that really yeah, played, I played it. it. So Shoot. tell us. About Ragnarok Online, because I always hear people talk about it, and like, it was kind of like a top-down style. Yeah, it was two D. Yeah, like, okay. everything was two D. So it's kind of SNES. Imagine sort of like Secret yeah. of Mana, yeah. okay. except it's an MMO exactly. online game system. It did still follow the one, two, three, four key, like at the top. So that's what your moves. Your moves yeah. are mm-hmm. bound to numbers. You use the mouse to click and move. It's like um, kind of Diablo style yeah, kind combat. Of like Diablo yeah, Diablo two style mm-hmm. combat. Okay, except. On the server I played on, I don't really recall any quests, if you will. It was like dungeon crawly. It was really... Yeah, yeah you just crawl dungeons. There were quests, but they weren't like 
I don't think they were the main draw of the game. Like no. the, it wasn't in like probably the sense of like how MMOs are, where there's a quest, you do no. this, and you level up. Was it? A, was it a Korean? It is a Korean. Yes, it, it was, was a Korean. Korean. So that's the thing is, I think that's where this culture of like the farming style of MMO, yeah. mm-hmm. like you're like item farming, gold farming, just going and like killing leveling stuff. up, killing, killing, killing. That's yeah. true. This was this the is first like farming. the father of yeah, the farming. The style farming of MMO. game. Yeah. Um, at least from my perspective. No, I agree yeah. with you. Actually, now that I think about it, it was a game where that's all I did. You just yeah. farm gold. You farmed experience you know went and killed things and then so my understanding as i recall is sort of as you leveled up you would go to new areas crawl new dungeons yeah. with your friends do those dungeons mm-hmm. over and over again and then you join the guild you make the guild and then you do this thing where you do a castle defense yeah and which is oh, yeah. great right like every... so would the castle defense be like the equivalent of maybe a raid kind of no, it was no. P- it was PvP. So oh, PvP. Yeah. Actually, okay, it's, it's actually PvP. more similar to World versus World and Guild Wars. In Guild Wars, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's where yeah. it's, it's come from. Uh, like you or... take over the castle, and you got that castle for the next few hours, yeah. and you defend it you from defend it. other and, players. And they, 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 the castle is taken over by people getting into the center of the castle and destroying this crystal thing. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So it's like kind of like a King of the Hill. Yes, yeah. King of the Hill. Yeah. Yeah. But then it was also um, a combination of what is now tower defense, because at that time, oftentimes in the last crystal room, oh, it'd be like yeah. a spiral path that people have to walk yeah. to get to the middle. Oh my and God. people would strategically so many place memories. their oh. mages who can cast AOEs, yeah. yeah. and it'd just be like, use your cooldowns, keep on casting this, That's keep so on casting cool. this. I, I yeah. played a bard, so my job yeah. was always to stand on the door and play my song that stopped anyone from using abilities. Yeah. So yeah. I would yeah. just be bait, just yeah. sitting yeah. there, and then do. they would try and hit me. They could hit me so then all the mages would just rain down that yeah. so cool. and That's... I was a champion and the goal of the champion was to run in at the, like after everyone killed everyone else and then go up to the crystal and use your like I forget what sort of punch yeah, it is. Yeah, the one-hit KO move. Yeah, but the one with like these yeah. four Chinese yeah. characters would appear across the screen and one-hit KO everything, and you were supposed to go in and punch the crystal and break yeah. it like, and at the last that's, moment. That sounds really fun. It was, like, it was really yeah. a lot of fun. Um, but it did get, to me, the reason I stopped playing is because it, it did become a little bit like what WoW became for me, and we'll talk about that later. It's just... It became this thing where it's like you just have to farm as much gold as yeah. you can, get as much experience as you can, buy the gear, yeah. learn how to craft the gear, join the best guild, take over all the castles. Yeah. And it just became more of an obligation. Than yeah, a we'll game. definitely get into that more. Yeah, um, and then sorry, and then after Ragnarok Online, I played WoW, and we will talk about WoW. Yeah, later. we'll and we'll get then, into that, but oh, just okay. like the ones that we. Well, that's my history up until WoW. Okay, yeah. and Cameron, you also played Ragnarok. Yep. That was the one, the first one that I spent a lot of time on. Before that, though, it's not on this list, but I played Grawl Online, which was a, a similar thing, top-down, 2D. It was based off of, I think, um, like a, one of the Legends of Zelda from SNES. It was brought like on to... Past? Yeah, I No, it wasn't linked to the past. It was... I don't remember. But anyway, it was basically that, but... MMO. It was it was neat. I think I was ten when I played it, and ten. Oh, wow. Yeah, I I played it when it first came out, and um, Whoa. wow, I didn't even know like. Well, I mean, when I was ten, when you were ten, it's like a sli- yeah, a little <laughs> a little, different. Bit of a little different. Um, but one thing that was neat about it is that on the, at least on the server I was on, I really don't remember if this was the case for everywhere, but you could get your own house, and then you would use like the modding tools to do things with your house. So I'm just thinking, I was 10 years old, and I was learning how to do coding. I remember printing off the code manual and then like going to like 
I don't know where. And I was 10 just, years old? Yeah, that's, it was, that's, well, that kind of just like blows my mind. A little Canadian yeah. prodigy over yeah, here. Yeah, that young. I don't think I ever managed to do anything really cool, but I remember like being able to change like your spells and but stuff. Still, though, and, like, 10, yeah. Yeah. I was, 10. I was playing the fucking violin. <laughs> so there was you that. You and every other Asian. Asian. Yeah, I know. That was my first one after that Rango Arc Online. I played City of Heroes, which you mentioned. It, it was pre-WoW, but I didn't play it until I until after. Until Iceberg. after. Yeah. Um, Greg, did you have any experience with any of the? I did. So I, I'm, I, I kind of like dabbled, kind of all over the place with a lot of those. I played EverQuest very briefly, um, but I, I think there was a lot of bad media around EverQuest yeah. over like being people being addicted and killing mm-hmm. themselves yes. in the game, which is, I think, I mean EverQuest, it was fun. But that kind of like reached me out about the game, and I didn't. And I have a bit of an addictive personality when it comes, particularly when it comes to like story driven role playing games. Mm-hmm. I will play them until they're done, right? right. So and you, you can't got do that. Scared. Well, you can't do that with an MMO, right? There's like, no end. There's no end. end. It just keeps going, right? Um, I played RuneScape two with a couple of my friends. Um, you guys know how much like story compels me to play. Yeah. There's no story in RuneScape, so it was fun for a while. But then there's I no played, story. Yeah, and then I played. Ended up playing Diablo and Diablo two. So like yeah. that was fine. That was good enough for me. Um, I played Diablo two. That I think was my earliest kind of like addiction to because I played it online constantly, yeah. like PvP and constantly like. I guess yeah, Diab- Diablo you know falls under that category of, I guess not. I mean, traditional it was, MMO, but online, yeah. multiplayer game. It had a huge online culture, right? And it fathered mm-hmm. this kind of like online kind of role playing mm-hmm. game. Anyways, um, as far as the other ones, I didn't play a lot. Eve Online was that that spaceship kind of? Yeah, it's the resource management. Uh, it look, it's one of those games that I would think I would love to love, but God, no, I. It I looks can't. really. Com- I, I remember yeah. seeing my, my friends play it because I used to skip class a lot and go to the computer lab and play video games. But I'll tell you what okay. I did play, <laughs> and well, I would play a lot of these online games. But I'll tell you what I did play. Um, and it's not on this list. It's this game um called Nexus Kingdom of the Winds, mm-hmm. and it's another one of those like Wait, so those SNES stuff. It wasn't free, no. Oh. Um, it was an SNES style like top down. Like grid based, mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. you know press the up arrow once and you move one block right, and it's fully animated um, from Korea. It was like ported over from uh, from Korea, um, and I really liked that because it was very easy to play and it was kind of like heavy on the story and heavy on the role play. And of course, you guys know how much story. I love that stuff. Story role play got super into it. Um, it was also an interesting online culture, like a community, because a lot of the game was run by the players right like the culture and the stories behind the game and all of the like the main characters you know how like you have like grom scream and mm-hmm. you have like prince arthas like all of those characters were played by actual oh neat people wow right? and they would come in and interact with the players and they would have like kind of improvised story segments to oh, like really their mods cool. like to the things that they the so events this, so was this did you play this game Pre-LARPing or post-LARPing? Oh, well, I was going to segue into that. This was pre-LARPing. So oh, I played yeah. this game since I was maybe 12 or 13. My friend David at the time, um, he got me into it. And I played it off and on for years, just like as just like something to fill time with. Mm-hmm. Um, like a really, really long time. Um, but so I was going to say, I never... I mean, of course I played WoW, and we'll get into it. And we'll yeah. get into my, our, all of our experiences with mm-hmm. WoW. But... 
then I got into LARPing, and LARPing is like a real-life MMO, except <laughs> you're forced into the story, right? Like, you don't have a choice to be like, I'm just going to, like, skip you the- know, skip the story, skip the dialogue. No, it's like, it's acting and, like this is what it's and about. physical, and you're going outside, and you're meeting people, you're actually meeting people. So that kind of, like, filled that hole for me, I guess. Yeah. So, you know? so you just, I guess you never really played more into MMOs mobile Not games. really. It was more because I knew that my friends were doing it and I wanted to spend more time with them. And, and again, we'll get in. This is because I attempted to keep up with you guys in WoW, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. But LARPing was like, that was kind of like my real life MMO and I did it for so long and I loved it. So yeah, I think that's my overall experience. Cool beans. Yeah. Um. So my history with MMOs... Um, I mean, at first, it's it's very interesting. So, um, my first dive into I haven't played any of the games listed except Fantasy Star, right. um, and I can't even remember how I decided to play Fantasy Star. I think I played it at a friend's house for like, like maybe an hour, um, on their Dreamcast, and fell in love with it so much to the point that I had bought like well, I had bought a Dreamcast for other reasons. Um, and then got into Fantasy Star Online, and at the time it was, you know, you can only play on dial-up. So I didn't have dial-up at the time, so I went and found, and when you know those had they had those free internet services right. at the time, um, I couldn't pay for my own dial-up, so I found mm. this free internet service, um, and you had to like download this program so that you could actually find out what the password was. And then it was like this 26-long character (laughs) password that I had to take, crack, put into my Dreamcast. I bought the keyboard for Dreamcast separately um, so I could talk with people in the game. And I just absolutely became so involved, and I just loved Fantasy Star Online. I I don't know what it was. I don't know, like, just – it was was a very simple, you know, game. There was, like, three classes you could play – and there was like a gun class, there was a magic class, and then there was like your, I guess, I wouldn't say warrior, but it was more like a futuristic type mm-hmm. um, uh, game. And there was only like four different worlds that you would play, and it was just like a one story you would play through. It's very streamlined. It was very like basic, for lack of a better <laughs> word. But, um, you know, there was different difficulty levels that you could play through, so you had to play through normal, and then you had to play through... Right. And keep playing over and over. So, you know, there was that addictive sense and that one. It almost sounds, it sounds a little bit like almost pre-Diablo. Yes. Yeah. Like That's stuff. kind of yeah. what I would compare it to, I guess. Um, and then, um, so Fantasy Star Online, um, as a side note, um, was out on Dreamcast, then came out on GameCube. Right. Um, and so I stopped playing it on Dreamcast because... Um, what had happened was I was playing one night and my save file somehow got crossed with someone else. So what happens when you play the game is there's four you play with four people in like a dedicated room. So you go through a list of rooms and you see how many people are on and you see a room like say three or four people are there. So there's one open spot. So I selected the room, jumped in, and then you log in. And I guess someone else logged in at the same time and our character files got swapped. Wow. So I ended up with his character and mine was just gone. And then I panicked. I didn't know what to do. Right. So instead of just turning it off, well, actually, no, sorry. As soon as you log in, it saves your game. So that's was it. It was gone. Oh no. Like I couldn't even like 
by time I realized what had happened, oh. it was too late to do anything because as soon as you get in, it saves the game. So you couldn't even like unplug it or just like pull out the memory card. It was just like, that's it. Character was gone. Fuck. That's tragic. Yeah, it was horrible. I was like, can I tell you something? Yeah. Like a quick, it's, it's very similar. It's not on the topic of MMOs, but the same thing happened to me the first time I played through Final Fantasy two slash four, and I put it in. And I was so I was on the moon basically, like, oh, and I just got Fusoya and like all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I, you, oh no, or, yeah, it was, yeah, no, I just climbed up to the the robot, the um, the giga, the giant robot thing. Okay, and was at that part, and my brother who was seven at the time decided to play and he didn't know how save files worked so he saved over. so bitch saved over my file turned it on and it was like Rydia and Kane were in my party I'm like what the fuck like yeah. I lost my mind oh. to add to that my brother um, my brother just had this thing that he just thought was funny oh no where he would just go through my save file and just erase them <laughs> would pretend like he didn't know what he was doing mm. but like he just did this all the time zelda um there were so many games that i had never beat because like majora's mask he erased multiple times final fantasy 7 I, I never finished because he erased Mm-mm. link to the pat like anyway we won't go there <laughs> um so uh when fantasy star online came out on gamecube um i played it again i even bought the separate do you remember the LAN adapter yep, yep, that yep, you had yep. to buy? Yeah. I bought it specifically. $50. Oh, forked gosh. it out just for this one game. And then um, even bought like a separate adapter that you could plug into your GameCube so you could plug in a keyboard. Oh, my God. Wow. That's so addictive. inflation, folks. So That's addictive. Expensive. Ridiculous. <laughs> and then I was actually looking up online. I didn't even know. So, well, okay. I knew about the episode three card revolution that came out after. Um, there was a Fantasy Star Zero for Nintendo DS. Didn't know. Um, and then Fantasy Star Online 2 is currently out right now and is supposed to be planned for a North American release. Ah! <laughs> so exciting. Scream, girl. Yeah. But anyway. I'm a scream That's girl. my history with that. <laughs> so, aside from that, you know, there's um, those games that came out. And then there was WoW, which was... World of Warcraft. Um, that came out in 2004. And that shit set the bar. It did. Yeah. So, World of Warcraft is, you know, in its early stages was 2004 um, and went until 2007 before getting its first expansion. Um, you know, at this time, you know, EverQuest 2 was out, um, which was kind of its main competition. Um. And, you know, and then there was the uh, Burning Crusade expansion in 2007, mm-hmm. Ratchet of the King in 2008, mm-hmm. Cataclysm in 2010, and recently um, Mist of Pandaria 2012. So this game has been out for <laughs> nine years. And still, like, it's still relevant. It's, yeah. still, it's still a relevant <laughs> game. It's, it has the most subscribers. Um, well, it, it's... Like it is at one point it had what like fourteen million or I, oh I don't actually know what it's I can't remember what its highest, highest point was. was it was absurd but during though. the Ratchet of the Lith King days was its highest point yeah where it was just like this game is yeah. on fire yeah. and then it's just starting to go down so we're just gonna discuss um just quickly like our past with WoW mm-hmm. like how did you get into WoW and how long did you play for um so I guess I'll start um because I think I'm 
the cause for you are you are most of us. Yes, <laughs> yeah. You brought us all down that dark, like, dark I was road. Like, I'm never gonna play this game. It's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I actually, I can't. My friend, my best friend Delroy, um, actually had played WoW before I did, um, and he tried to get me into it, and I and I played it. I I started a character, played it for like, like couple hours and i was like this game's stupid like mm-hmm. i don't get it i it, i'm just confused i don't get it put it away i was like never touching this game world of warcraft is stupid i hate it and why are you playing this game like totally shout on it constantly it's hilarious to think about now <laughs> um so and then i can't remember who got me into it why did i start playing well my roommate at the time um brad bradley Played World of Warcraft, not Cooper, like religiously, crazy amounts of time. Um, so then, one of our other friends decided, like, "Well, I let's." Think start for a while, that was the only thing he did. <laughs> yeah. So we all started to, uh, and then we all started to play WoW uh, together. So I was like, "All right, fine. Um, I'll I'll give it a try again," and I did, and I gave it a, a, a honest effort this time, and clearly it's it took for like. Mm. <laughs> For, for a little too, too long, long. <laughs> so, it was like, "Girl, we're going on an adventure," and it just took you away. Yeah, so I I, I played up until just uh, this year actually, and I started playing in two thousand and eight. So what is that? Five years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for, I yeah. played for five years consistently. Um, Cameron, what about you? Uh, it was I, me, all right. Yes, it was you. You dragged me into it. I didn't like it at first, uh, mainly because you all wanted to play Alliance and I wanted to play as a Blood Elf, and you wouldn't let me. So I had to play as an ugly human. Uh, so at <laughs> first, I, d- I didn't actually... Like, I started during Burning Crusade, but I, I don't think I ever really... Until Wrath of the Lich King hit, I didn't really play it. And then I played it. And yeah. I, uh, yeah. Didn't you start a Death Knight when I started a Death Knight? No, I might have, just for shits, but I don't think I really ever played it. I didn't like the Death Knight class. I loved it. It was so broken. It for the first like oh. half a year, it was so effing broken. Yeah, when it first came out, yeah. it was just, you know, they were trying to fi- figure out balancing issues and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, so basically most of James, you as well, you started playing because we were playing, right? Yeah, and also because Tristan... Yeah, really I, like to play too. Yeah, it was two was. forces. I was being sandwiched from both sides. Yeah. <laughs> play, wow. play, play. So you started playing in. I started playing when Cataclysm came Cataclysm. out. Cataclysm. So back in 2010. Yeah. That's um, when you started playing Cataclysm. I swear to God, you played before. Oh that. No. no, no, no. I was a strict solo JRPG person. Oh, yeah. yeah. Enough, I yeah. would just play Final Fantasy five over and over and over again while right. these bitches play. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Greg, you played for a bit when we all started playing back in 2008. Well, so here's the thing is because I had played before okay. when I with my like LARPing roommates when I lived with my LARPing friends. Um, then I played very briefly, but because I didn't have a computer and my two roommates, Jason and Dave, I would use their computer to play it. So, and I really they always wanted only to play together, so I'd always end up playing by myself. Oh, so I didn't it didn't stick with me. Um, but then I got it when I think I started playing it. When I when I quit H and M, and then I was serving, and you guys, I was like living at home at, at the time. I think I had moved back home, mm-hmm. and I just had like a lot more free time because I was making all the money I needed from serving. <laughs> and I heard you guys were playing all the time, and I had just gotten a new computer. And so so you're I just, like, it must Yay! have been it must have been during Burning Crusade. 
Yeah, we all pretty much started. We started well. We started playing right at the end of Burning Crusade, and like Wrath of the Lich King had come. Like I started in like August, right? And then like in November is when it came out. So like I was, I had was like power leveling myself to catch up, and then the expansion came out. I was like, yeah, I made it. Yeah, (laughs) no. Well, I mean, I guess the I guess what originally compelled me to play right is me and my brother were addicted to Warcraft three. Like, we loved, loved, loved it. And we, I'm mean, again, like, the story was really cool. And I just remember seeing the screenshots from, like, the pre release mm-hmm. of it and being like, this and I guess game should... looks gorgeous. Like, yeah. it's so good. Um, wow. Yeah, so that's what compelled me to play. But then I really, that's what compelled me to play the first time. But then I really started to play once I was able to play with my friends. But it was so off and on. I was so off and on that I couldn't really keep up with you guys, no. which is yeah. kind of why... Poor Mama Murder yeah. got left behind. Mama Murder, my little gnome. Yep. I yes. thought about Mama Murder. <laughs> yep. Little gnome mage. She was quite ridiculous. Yeah. That was not the priest. No, no. That no was it was the priest. It was a Draenei. I don't remember. I can't remember. Dick Wall. Oh, yeah, it was a Draenei. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well. Freaking hell. Um, anyway, so I, I, I should throw this in, of course, that yeah. Warcraft... Was the you know, but based uh I guess where the ideas and yeah, it's yeah, where it the came characters from, and yeah. the story it's the lore and the, comes the lore from, that yeah. comes from all of that is is what brought in World of Warcraft and, yeah and uh, well Arthas became the Lich King in Warcraft three Warcraft three yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah so um what were the things that you enjoyed most from WoW like just in terms of whatever what is it that you think that you know kept you playing wow and then what were the reasons that you what were the things you didn't like about it we're starting with me sure we'll start with you um what did i like about it it was it was neat to play in that like open it's a beautiful game like even now it still stands up on its own it just looks great it's a great animation style the Mm -hmm. character designs are really neat um kind of a really addictive treasure system right um, the lore really as compels me. I like learning the aftermath. Like when I could, I didn't know that um, what's her name was in the game. Jaina. Jane, I didn't know that Everyone Jane Proudmore Jane. was in the game. <laughs> oh, she's in the game. Oh, I know. And well, now she's definitely in the game. Oh, yeah. But back then, I didn't know. And yeah. I started playing Alliance. And then you run into her, and she's like part of a rebellion or something. I, I... There, there's like a there's dissension happening right at the very very beginning, right? Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, it's Jane Proudmore! <laughs> Holy shit! Like, and I kept and I didn't know that. Um, what's her name? The one who gets turned in? Well, what's her leader of the undead? Sylvanas. Sylvanas, right? Who was like totally a minor character in the third or in Warcraft Three? Yeah. Turns into Leader of the undead. Of all yeah. the undead. I was like, she's such a fucking badass. Anyways, super cool. Um, I guess I liked playing with my friends. Um, I liked the concept of raiding. Um, but that's kind of that was like a double edged sword. A double edged sword because it also was. So. Yeah, because if I wanted to raid, I had to fucking raid all the fucking yeah. time, or some bitches were gonna get mad at me. Mm-hmm. And I have a short attention span, as we all know. This is a, <laughs> my yes. penchant to stir things up when we're on a raid. Yeah. You need to <laughs> concentrate and pay attention, and that's not, not the time to go in. Not happening. Hear everything in the goddamn place. Greg does you not will be kicked out of the raid. Anyways, yeah, and I guess because because I didn't play consistently and because i have a bit of a short attention span um it kept it was kind of hard to keep up 
yeah. with everybody. And that's I'm you guys I'm sure remember is I was always asking you to start new characters with me. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, please just start a new character. Somebody start a mm-hmm. somebody start a goblin, please. Yeah, no. And it just was not happening. Not happening. So, anyways, yeah. Um Cameron. Uh as with like what most people say with this mm-hmm. game, the best part for me was just playing with people with and people. actually making friends. I've said it before in our earlier episode. Um about our favorite games that the reason why I like this is the people I've met and like yeah. people across the world really that I still talk to because of that game. In terms of the actual game itself, I think the most fun I had in that was playing as something that was not supposed to work in that scenario. Like I played all through Wrath of Lich King as a frost mage in PVE, which was just Broken. It, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't good, but I enjoyed it. I like trying something that no one else did. Against the, yeah. against the grain, I guess. And then whenever I PvP'd, I did fire PvP, which, again, it worked in some cases, and when it worked, it was hilarious, but for the most part, no. It wasn't something that you did, but, yeah. I liked trying things that people didn't do, mainly because that way I didn't have to compete with anyone. Yes, <laughs> It's I like, know. if I wasn't doing that great, it's like, oh, it's because I'm trying this uh, obscure build that you don't know about, guys. Hipster Cameron. Hipster, Hipster wow player. Yeah. Now, what were your dislikes? Dislikes, in the end, gear grinding. I, Whenever I play a yeah. game like this, aside from the look of gear, I give no shits about it. I much prefer leveling up and getting new abilities and changing that as opposed to just getting mm-hmm. more stat increases. I don't care about that. So I agree. When we got to Cataclysm and that's what I was doing a lot of the time was figuring out how to get the next point of crit or something. I was like, nope, nope, I'm out. Done. Yeah. Yeah. And James, what about for you? Um, what was like your experience is a lot different yeah. from <laughs> mine and and Cameron's. Mine, I'll get into in a bit. But yeah, what what was it for you? Well, um, I had always known WoW to be sort of a really grindy quest farming RPG or MMO. And then when Cataclysm came out, that whole thing was like, oh, we're changing the quest system. They're going to mm-hmm. redo. Of some of the backstory, you know, going forward, mm-hmm. we do the quest. So it was a great time to jump in. And then you, uh, Delvin, Cameron, you two were still playing. Tristan was playing. And so I said, oh, okay, why not jump to this game? You know, why not spend some time playing it? And so I played it. Um, in retrospect, I probably wouldn't have played a priest as my first character in that mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the priest sort the of... The difficulty lip- level is... Well, limits your ability to solo. Yes. In a PvE scenario, right? And, yep. and I like to kind of play whenever I want to play. So I would have picked something like more of a DPS character. Right. Um, I really enjoyed running dungeons with you guys, despite so the queen outs that I oh, had. No. <laughs> I'm going to take it back. Those were my favorite moments. It was when we were playing ridiculous dungeons and just queening out because yeah. we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, we yes. had those instances where we didn't know what we were doing. Um, I really liked the Cataclysm story and um, the Lich King story. Like, I, yeah. I really liked doing those story quests. That was great. Um, but I burned out. And you know that goes to the stuff I didn't like about it. That's what it burnt. That's what burned me out. So gear grinding, mm-hmm. I thought was to me it was so stupid because yeah. mm-hmm. there, when when there's no other incentive aside from getting gear because of those extra points, to me that's not a. Yeah. It's a bit superficial for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that. Uh, the other thing was I just kind of got bored running the same dungeons for the tokens. You know that. Yeah. Kind of and then the, and then I I had to stop when Mists of Pandaria came out. I just. Uh, you had a, I hit a little close to that home. hot racial mess. <laughs> I, <was gonna laughs> I just say, could not. Racist. I just really couldn't. Like, just, when I heard that that 
that the Chinese cello, whatever. And then into a gong. And it was then like... the gong and the clouds. And it's like, ooh, there was this mysterious race that was always there. We just never decided to explore them. And then they talk, hello. And I it's know. Like, oh, and, and of course, they're monks Welcome and they do to come of Pandaria. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, Jesus, Lord. It was too much. Yeah, it was too much. So I had to stop. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's so, my experience. Fucking yeah. crackers. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't go that far. Um, so my experience for a while, um, you know, definitely was the the friendships um, that I, I made in the game. Um, playing with Cameron, playing with some other friends that we made um, online in, in a gay guild. Um, what was it called? La Familia de Stonewall. Yeah. Well, it, but there's another one we were part of, too. We left... Familia. Stonewall Champions. Oh, it was Stonewall yeah. Champions. It was just Stonewall, et cetera. Yeah, Stonewall, et cetera. Um, and of course, <laughs> we played on Proudmore, the gay server. Right. And we played Alliance, so it was Stonewall on Proudmore. Alliance side, <laughs> and then Taint on Horde side. Yeah, we, we spent a bit of time on... We, we played yeah, on Horde side, that's, too. That's when we switched for PvP, because our server's Alliance was a bunch of pansies, yeah. so we had to go Horde. Oh, I, 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 when you guys were playing Horde, that's when I started my Dark Knight, or my Death Knight, yes, yes. was when I started... Yeah. So, um, for me, you know, like... The things that I really enjoyed about WoW um, was what kept me playing for as long as I did was raiding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Raiding was my everything. Um, (laughs) Like, so as much as you guys had hated that, like, gear grind and that extra stat of haste and that Mm -hmm. extra, like, that was, like, so... just addictive for me. It was just like Devin should be in marketing that. <laughs> no, <laughs> so but, focus like, numbers. No, but seriously, like, um, what we had, me, you, and Cameron got into raiding a bit, um, in Wrath of Lich King. Yeah, and we were in a guild and we started raiding and stuff like that. Um, and that was when I really got my, you know, first taste of raiding, which is like you know doing end game stuff. And then I really enjoyed it. I really also liked the competitive side of. Uh, that comes with raiding. Um, so I was always a DPS whore. So like I just, it was my everything to make sure that I was number one through two on the DPS meters. Yeah. If I wasn't one, then I was fucking two, and I was like by like two points. Remember that time whenever I no, was I don't like, remember. I'm gonna. <laughs> I was like. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna try something new. I'm not gonna do frost for this boss. I'm gonna do arcane, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Now I'm top. This is how it works. This feels good. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm top. This yeah. feels good. Yeah. The one oh, time you said the that one in your time I've said that. Yeah, the one time he topped. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but see, it's that that kind of um, interaction, that kind of competitiveness, when someone like you know challenges you and beats you. In every guild that I was in, I had like friends that you, you know we would be competitive with, and we would just do stupid things. It sometimes would cause wipes <laughs> to like try to get the most DPS. And um, I played a warlock um, all throughout um, since the, my very first character up until I stopped playing. I, I also leveled like a priest. I leveled a, a death knight. Cupcakes. Other, yeah, um, but my my warlock was my. True and true um, character. So anyway, like, you know, there would be times when we would be in raids and we would, um, like, a couple, like, uh, friends, we would just, like, go balls to the wall and, like, <laughs> try to, like, start DPSing the boss. But, of course, the tank just is like, Poor tank. fuck all of you. I can't <laughs> hold threat on the boss because you're all just, like, like, we would, like, 
blow potions and <laughs> blow all our cooldowns and just <laughs> fucking just going crazy on the boss. And meanwhile, the tank's just like, uh, I hate you so much. I can't. And then you, I, I, I would also like like whisper um, rogues to yeah. be like, <laughs> give me your. Uh, there's this ability that rogues have that like basically like gives you like crazy amount of damage, but then like your threat just goes through the roof. Um, yeah, so I would just do like stuff like that. It's just like so much fun stuff that you would just do in raiding. And of mm-hmm. course, there's the accomplishment of like, you know, beating the raid bosses. And then when it's finally done, it's like, yay, we accomplished it. Now let's go do the next one. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, then they it, it, uh, introduced like hard modes and stuff like that. So then we all got into that. And that was what my big draw for WoW was. It was just like being competitive, staying competitive. And then, like you said, it's the double-edged sword. Yeah. Exhausting. When I was no longer able to devote the time, because at the time when I was playing, I, I you know, I didn't have anything going on in my life except work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't mean for it to sound like sad, but, you know, I my, my work life consisted of working evenings, right? I right. didn't get home until 11 o'clock, which was when I would come on, play until, like, four in the morning and then get up and go to work the next day you know there wasn't much time to do much during the week Mm -hmm. you know and then once i had more of a social life um and then you know had a boyfriend stuff like that there's no time to play as much as i could Mm -hmm. so i couldn't stay competitive well that was the same reason for me right like because i was like at home i had lots of money to blow i was like i wasn't working that much i didn't have a boyfriend at the time I wasn't, so in, have, I wasn't in school, so I just... You had all the time games. in the world to play these games. Exactly. And then when you don't, it's like, eh. So I wasn't, I wasn't competitive anymore. I just couldn't keep up. And it just, I just couldn't keep up with the time uh, requirements that is needed for the game. Not only that, the game... I was playing for five fucking years. <laughs> you well, know, that too. It, it, it got stale. It got stale. It was mm. the same thing over and over. It's like, okay, I know my rotation, and, like, it's not any different. And the model I, got old. It's just... I yeah. couldn't do it anymore. At no fault of its own. I mean, it's got to do what it's got to do. Yeah, and, just, and I know they tried to change it, like, they revamped yeah. how the skills works, but even, even only that so revamp is, is core, just too superficial. Yeah, and at, at its yeah. core, it's still... It's you, a trinity model. You know, you still had, you know, just your warlock, you had your three dots, and you... Through shadow bolts, and it was always that was it. Done. Tank healer DPS. Tank healer DPS. Tank exactly. Healer. That was it. The, the, its core, it never changed. So for me, that's why I stopped playing. I never did get to play a DPS. I feel like if I had played DPS, I probably would have started raiding. But like, it wasn't fun to DPS as a shadow priest, and I didn't have mm. enough time to make another character. Yeah. So, so we we all know why we stopped playing. So I'll I'll skip over that question. But what do you think has made WoW become as popular as it once was? And still to this day continues to be um yeah that's a hard question because there's so much to it right like there's so much it's not just wow doesn't stand on its own right it's not like its own game and like feel free to like interrupt me you know and and provide your own feedback but like because i this i feel like this is a good discussion piece because wow wouldn't have garnered the immediate attention it had without its predecessors i think right yeah world warcraft for, for a large you know for in in large in a large part of our lives you know it, it you know introduced us to the concept of real-time strategy it's like what most people started with right mm-hmm. um it's like the first real-time strategy game people played. Um, it's the first franchise, I think, that a lot of people really followed religiously. Um, so I think that's why it started so popular. 
right? And it expanded on all of these like ideas and stories that we had kind of been following for god like 10 years when did warcraft one come out oh i don't even oh, know many years ago i mean yeah. world of warcraft has been out for nine years now so yeah warcraft like, one came like out i was late. 20 years i was eight. Yeah, yeah a very long time ago yeah ridiculous so it had already been such a big part of our lives just like whenever zelda game comes out right like we've it's been such a huge part of our lives for so long yeah like such a staple franchise but i mean like there are many other mmos out there you know right they came and a lot of them failed Right. What is it that you think? Oh, that's actually another game I played was a uh, Dark Age of Camelot. Oh, and that right. One failed. <laughs> that really... one did. Sorry, that just occurred to me. I was like, that was another one that I played that failed. Um, but like, well, I... WoW has been going for nine years. I know, right? Well, I know one of the reasons they got a large install base, and at least in my opinion, they got a large install base is because they made sure that people with a huge range of system specs yes. could play that game. Yeah, yes. that's true. They okay, could play yeah, it on yeah, like yeah. a Pantheon four. Basic graphics, mm-hmm. basic textures, but there was no barrier to entry that way. Which it is, still looked good with yes, the thing. Yeah. yeah. And then and again, that's one of the challenges of PC gaming in general, is yep. that you need a decent computer to be able to um play any computer game. And so the cost behind having to just buy it, mm-hmm. you know, you know, with a console it's like two hundred, between two hundred and three hundred dollars. And that's if you buy it at launch. You know, most people <laughs> no, might six hundred. Yeah, yeah, but you know, people yeah. might buy a console later on down the road and then go back and play some games. Yeah. It's a little less expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, so your point is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. The minimum requirements to play that you could play on like very basic level computer and still. Yeah, play. I played it on my MacBook Pro. I remember I. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, any taxpayers. I got a grant from the government for my master's degree, and the first thing I did was buy a MacBook Pro. Amazing. You are not the only one to have done that, I so a, don't I, feel bad. I got bad. a shirt grant. Um, I worked hard for it. Uh, but yeah, and then and then I realized I, I could play World of Warcraft on this. I didn't need to get a high-end yep. desktop PC. Nope. You know, and it no, I was that. playing it on a yeah. shitbox for a long time. When I was playing yep. with you guys, it was when a total I, shitbox. When yeah. I first started playing, it was on a shitbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it, it was dependent on your internet connection. As long as you had a good broadband connection, it was, you were it fine. was fine. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's what helped its success. Yep. I will agree with that. On top of, at the even from the beginning, the range of things you could do uh, between PvP, PvE, questing, just grinding, auction house, because some people are really into that yeah, for some, some reason. Yeah. There was just a good range of things to do. Tristan yeah. started buying and selling Fellstone for three yeah. weeks, and he was controlling the market. It was insane. But that, I, like, I didn't even know. You, like People do that in real life, I know, but, yeah, yeah. but it's but crazy. <laughs> this is a, that's another good point. It offered something for everyone. Yeah. yeah. You know, and... It, if you like to quest, there, I don't even know how many quests there are in that game at this point. Millions. Um, there's tons. If you like PvP, you know, it, it has that. You could just PvP, you know, after you've done all the questing and leveled. You know, right. if you like competitive raiding, if you like playing with friends just to, like, go do a dungeon, if you like controlling the auction house and some people really enjoy that and then they made yeah. an app for it. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so they, you know what I loved, actually? Speaking of PvP, I was never much of a... I, I never wanted to PvP people, mm-hmm. but when I started playing in Death Knight and I suddenly realized I could hold my own, it was the best fucking feeling. And then we were playing on a... Was it... The Horde server we were playing on was PvP, wasn't it? No. No? No. 
There yeah. was some. Uh, there was a server we were playing on that was PvP. I and think I you, yeah, I think you were on a second server with one of your characters. Maybe, I but I was playing with you guys, or I was playing on a yeah. with a gay guild, and I just remember people be like, "Eh, I keep getting ganked in this part of the world," and I would just come in and I'd be like, "Dead Knight," and what was the like dark grip? When death you like grip. Pulled, grip. death grip. You pull them in towards you, and I was just like, bah, bah, bah. "That was Dead. the best." <laughs> feeling in the world i'd be like you fuckers can't fuck with me anymore like that was so good i will say the one thing i wish mmos would get into is so i understand having to you know kill some enemies every every now and then but i wish there was something a bit more intellectual so if you could get experience for doing really complex puzzle solving and you could choose to play that way yeah like for Mm -hmm. me that would be kind of cool you know Guild Wars 2 kind of took a step in that direction, but not fully, definitely not. I feel like that's something that they're going to explore, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about this, but um, the Elder Scrolls MMO. I think think that's something they'll explore in that, but we'll put the kibosh on that for now. Wow, like a really intellectual aspect instead of... I mean, I guess there's intellect between finding out what your rotation is, but I mean physically... But like like, like, actual like puzzle Thinking about what you're doing. You know, something like that. But yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's a lot that WoW offers. There is like just so much involved and and it keep it kept evolving over time so and and you know it took the for better good, for worse yeah and it took good from other mmos oh um, yeah and and it implemented it into their game so that you didn't have to go back and play the other ones you know so you know things like dungeon finder you know whereas uh well i don't think another mmo had that before I don't really know, so I, I nobody shoot me. I, I'm I'm not like you know. No. I don't know everything about it. Popularized it as it did with a lot of things. Yeah, you know, so things that just made life easier. You know, flying mounts, things like that. You know, it's oh, just, yeah. it just made things more accessible, more easy. Oh my easy. god! When I got my first flying mount, ugh, I know the best feeling ever. I was like, oh my god, I have enough money, I can go fly, and I just fly wherever all... I want. I know, I flew all over the uh, fucking Burning Crusade area. It just was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, side note on Burning Crusade, do you remember my um, long-standing war with the Fell Reaver? Oh my god, the Fell Reaver. <laughs> and then when we got to max level... I fucking killed it! Killed oh, it was so exciting. Sorry. Oh. Side note, anyway. It was anticlimactic, too, because it took like all of eight seconds to I kill know. it. But we did it. We did it. The Fell Reaver, for those who don't know, is this big giant monster. Like when you start questing in the Burning Crusade starting area, oh, that would yeah. just run around and just kill you. Yeah, constantly. You see it coming, and you had to run. And if you didn't run in enough time, your ass You're was dead. dead. So like, and you had to quest in this area for at least two levels, two mm-hmm. to three levels. And it was just so fucking annoying. So as soon as I turned like max level, I just ran back and killed it. Yeah, so excited. Anyway. Um, so yeah, um, WoW had a lot going for it. Um, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll discuss other games that came after WoW and what they brought to the table.
please be back from break. We missed you. We missed you too. Hello. Um, Hi. I feel so, like we've really like become like a really intellectual podcast. We're just like talking about our feelings and wow. <laughs> it's just like wow makes me feel at home. Just, and by the really... way, feelings and emotions are technically the opposite of intellect. <laughs> Oops. Follow Anyways, up games after shut up. wow. <laughs> so, you don't know my life. So after WoW was released in 2004, there were um, many games that came after it um, that were like many, many games. But I'm again, I'm only going to touch on the um, popular ones. Um, those being Guild Wars, uh, Dungeons and Dragons Online, uh, Lord of the Rings Online, Warhammer Online, Champions Online. I'm noticing a trend. I noticing a trend too. Everything um, is on. Everything is online. Um, the original Final Fantasy XIV, which came out <laughs> in 2010. Little barf. Yeah. Rift in 2011. Uh, Star Wars Old Republic in uh, 2011. Also barf. Um, I love that game. Guild Wars 2 um, oh. in uh, 2012, so just last year. And then Ragnarok Online 2. <laughs> Ragnarok Online. And Ragnarok 2 hasn't come out yet. Um, beta, it's it's right? on, in an open beta right Has now. It been in there beta? were two Ragnarok Online 2. There were two. They had made one right. like, really soon after Ragnarok Online that looked super basic, right. and that was only in Korea. And now they're doing a world Ragnarok Online 2, which yeah. is super... Oh. Yeah, and it's in open beta right now. And then, of course, which just recently came out, Final Fantasy fourteen. So, we're just <laughs> going to discuss our past with the uh, previous games uh, that I just mentioned. Um, so, I know... Um, me, personally, I went through and I played... Um, a little bit of Champions Online with you, Cameron. I loved that game. Um, and then I also played Rift. Um, I played uh, Rift was one of my brief moments of when I'm like, I'm quitting. Wow. Yep. <laughs> there were many of those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had a that's lot like, of those moments. I feel like that's saying like I'm quitting heroin, and then you go on to smoke <laughs> that meth. <laughs> no, seriously, that's literally because that, that's what it was. So there was also a time before that when I quit WoW and I went to play Fantasy Star Online on PC. <laughs> yep, I remember that. Oh, yeah, you tried to get us all to play. And then, yeah, we did. And then no one wanted to play, so I was like, "Fine, bitches, I'm gonna play by myself." And then I went back and played WoW. So yeah. like, I'm such an addict. When like when you really stop and think about it, it's like this is addict behavior. Absolutely. Yeah. Like this is ridiculous. Anyways, Fully. so I played Rift, um, Star Wars: Old Republic. I played only because everyone else was playing. And I was like, I'm quitting WoW. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think Star Wars yeah. Old Republic was what I quit WoW for, though. Yeah. I, that you was when I stopped. Addicts. Full on Full addicts. On addicts. I know. Ridiculous. It's, it's, it's really sad. Because when I quit WoW, I was like, I'm quitting WoW to go to school and further my education. You guys are like, I'm quitting WoW for more addictive more behavior. Drugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Crack then, cocaine. And then I played Guild Wars 2. Um, because uh, a coworker got me really excited for it, and then everyone else was playing it too, so I jumped into that. Um, what about you guys? Uh, I played almost all of these games. I played <laughs> before I played World of Warcraft. I played Guild Wars the original, loved it. Mesmer was so gay and so awesome. I played a bit of Lord of Rings Online, didn't like it as much as I hoped I would. Warhammer Online, I played a bit, did not like it. Champions on, I loved that. I stand. By the statement that I think that had the best character creator in any MMO. What was Champions ever. Online? It was it was a superhero sort of like City oh, of Heroes. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay, it I wasn't remember. very polished, but the skills. Was it the system, DC? 
No, oh, no not, that was no, DC no. Universe Online. That was okay, later. No that was something else. It was re- it was just really fun because you could literally take any power you wanted and just put them together, make your character, and it would probably work because the game is pretty easy. Uh, I did not play the original fan- Final Fantasy, but I wish I did because it was terrible. I could have laughed at it. Rift played a lot of, still played quite a bit of it. Yeah, we started playing again when it became yep. went free to play. Yep. Star Wars: The Old Republic. I loved that game. Even like the gameplay was World of Warcraft. wasn't great. Story was. Typical Bioware, awesome. Yeah, I think I think um, for Star Wars, um, you know, um, well, it, the main draw for Star Wars was the story. Yeah, more than like anything. Anything else at all? Yeah, no, for sure. And it it was great. I I think the Imperial Agent storyline is one of the best storylines in a video game that I've ever played. Ooh. If anyone is still playing that game or has it around, I would highly recommend making an Imperial Agent. It is it's incredible. Free to play now, right? Yes, it is. Really? Yep. How does that work? Um, is it microtransactions? Yeah, microtransactions for cosmetic things and then access to like multiple raids or whatever. But yeah. um, we'll get into uh, different yeah. pay models in a bit. And yeah. then last, Guild Wars 2, still play it. Yeah. Still love it. That is probably, if I could stop and say my favorite MMO ever, I would say Guild Wars 2 at this point. I, I would put it ahead of WoW. Ooh. Oh, for actual gameplay, definitely yeah. heavy words. Oh, shots fired. Well, it's one of those games where um, I don't know. At least okay. Well, I didn't have a good experience with WoW clearly, but I can play with friends, or I, I'll just go on, go on, finish. You know, a heart quest. Log yeah, off. like it's, it's you can it's, literally just wander around and you will do stuff. Yeah, there's no like set to do list. You just walk that way and you're doing stuff. Suddenly, there's a group and you're killing a group event thing. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, it's yeah. happening. So, it. have you played any of the other games, James, like um, listed here? Or I played Star Wars: Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, fun. I forgot why I stopped playing. I, you know, I hate to say it. I know you just said that storyline's really good. I think I stopped playing because I was like, I don't. Mm. I've never dealt well with Star Wars storylines. Period. Yes, though. right. And okay, that, I'm, I'm going to get into that too. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. I, why is there another rebellion? Like, we rebelled. You're done. There have been, like, nine rebellions, yeah. so okay? Technically, the old republic. This was before well, it yeah, all happened. Like, okay, well, there's, like, a republic, and then it was an empire, and now it's a republic. It's like, oh, God, guys, figure it out. It was an old republic, Get and then together. it was an empire, and Anyways, then it was the new that's republic. Why I stopped playing. Ugh. And then the next game I played was Guild Wars 2. Right. Which I'm still playing today, because I really love it, and it's really pretty. And, uh, and soon you're going to be playing Final Fantasy XIV. And then soon, I will. <laughs> soon I'll be playing I am Final so Fantasy. excited to play with you because it's going to be so much fun. And but. one thing that's not in there that we did play for a bit is Marvel Heroes oh, Online. Shit, right. We did play that. That Was was that kind of an MMO? Yeah, it technically was. It was like a Diablo MMO. Well, really. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was massive because at any time there'd be like 18 storms on the screen. I yeah. know. So. I want to be the only fucking storm. <laughs> yeah. I know, girl. That was we, know. Game, we know. We what know what you are. We enough Ultimate Alliance to know. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm Storm! This bitch is Storm at all so, times. So, just as a side note, we as a group have played X-Men Legends, X-Men Legends 2, Ultimate Alliance, and Ultimate Alliance 2. Yep. And as a rule, everybody fucking knows if we're playing and I'm playing, I'm Storm. No Even- arguments, <laughs> no questions. Don't argue or you're fucking leaving my house. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> even even Marvel versus Capcom is like nobody chooses a storm. Well, no, that one's fine. Well, I, I guess I, care you can. About that. Yeah, I guess you can both be. You can be multiple, but that one you can't be multiple storms, and nope. no one is allowed to be storms. <laughs> I'm the only black bitch who's allowed to pick storms. <laughs> anyway, sorry. 
had a little moment. That was there. an epic head, head wiggle too. While you were, I'm the only black. <laughs> um, so, Greg, what did you have any experience with any of the? Yeah, this is going to be a dead in the water question for me because I have not played online role play or uh, MMOs um, since past. Wow. past well, past while. Wow. I would love to play. Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn. I am a Star Wars FF fanboy, ex- except for thirteen, but we won't go there. Um, yeah, so I want to play that, but the rest of them, no, and nothing interests me. Maybe, maybe Star Wars because I'm also kind of like a reformed Star Wars nerd. fan. Yeah, nerd. Like that was probably one of my earliest fandoms, and then. Um, Apparently they released a couple movies. <laughs> really? I, I hadn't heard any. I don't know. I heard I heard something yeah. about them. So, um, so with those games, um, what do you think WoW influenced in the games that that came after it, and um, what did you enjoy most in the other games that WoW didn't offer? Well, you look at those first few games: Dungeon Dragons Online, okay, Lord of the Rings Online, Warhammer Online. They were very much wow clones with a different skin yeah that's what people were doing at that time for better or for worse some of them worked out well lord of the rings online and dragons uh dragon dungeons and dragons online are still going yeah with a pretty good fan base but and because um you know it was a model that was like oh my god this is working and they're making so much money let's just yeah copy and paste everyone did it yep um what about the other ones do you have any i think some games like Guild Wars, that came that was already in development for quite a long time before World of Warcraft came out. Yeah. So it was definitely the most different of yes. those immediately after. It was after. a more PvP centric game. It was very PvP centric, and the PVE stuff was all instance. Like you didn't have an open world; you go out into the open world, but you were only with your group. So that was one thing that was really different about it. Um, look at this. It wasn't until. Out of what we talked about until Rift, Rift. when we started Rift seeing the kind of world events or yes. things so, that would happen based off what's going on. So I would say, would was Rift probably the first game that introduced dynamic events? Dynamic yeah. events. There, it's probably been done, but I think that was the main one. The main one that made it kind of like... Yeah. Oh wow! This is a really cool thing. It was focused on public, as actually, now individualism and, and champions online had those, not nearly to the extent. Okay, yeah. Um, but so, like for Rift, it was a focus of the game. Though. It That's was. That's why it's called that Rift. Was, yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like so, yeah. Rift in, in Rift, yeah, there was a like portal that would open, and it was based on the storyline. Um, so the storyline for Rift, because of course I don't ever read quests, <laughs> I only get the general gist of what's going on. Um, but basically. Um, when the story starts, you go back in time to try and stop shit that's happening in the future, and these rift portals would open from people from the future trying to come back to the past yeah. to stop you guys from stopping what they're doing in the past. So these, they, these portals would open, <laughs> and then like waves of mobs would just come and like try to stop it, and it would kind of be like a mini raid, yeah. kind of like that would happen dynamically on the spot. Um, you'd, like you would get put into a group and like you mm-hmm. would just start doing yeah. stuff. And a lot of the raids, from what I've been told from friends who um, uh, played the game, um, the raids are actually you get your group, you go out into the world, and there's this portal. Yeah. You open the portal, and then bam, raid is right there. So it's not like yeah. it, it's not like where you go into a dungeon and follow like through all this stuff. It's like you need to 
stop them at this portal. <laughs> you and just unzip and bam, it's right there. Pretty much. Yeah. And I think one of the crucial things that made this one different is that if you didn't complete those dynamic events, they would start taking over the questing hub. So yes. then you couldn't do those quests. Like you had to it participate. It would actually change the world. Yeah. Like you couldn't just be like, oh, whatever. I'm going to do whatever I want. It's like, no, bitch. Like, That's true. You yeah. have to participate in this because now they're killing the NPCs <laughs> that yeah. are going to turn it where you turn in the quests. Shit. Yeah. So um, that was definitely something that WoW didn't offer. Um, and then um, Guild Wars 2 took that to, took next, that level. to the next level. Totally. Um, and then um, Star Wars um, had the story yeah. done in a completely different way mm-hmm. where you had like the choices yep. um, where you can go dark, you can go light. Yeah. And then so that was definitely something that, again, WoW didn't offer or really any other MMO that I can right. think of. But I will say with Old Republic, I felt like gameplay wise, it took a step back. Oh, yeah. The game. No, I, w- I would say it was on par- for me, at least okay. it was on par with. World of Warcraft. It, okay, in yeah, some ways, it yeah. was back. Like, it wasn't quite as responsive. But in other ways, it had more, like, things like knockbacks or knockups as opposed to just you're stunned, you're rooted. Oh, yeah. That, that's, so that's so it, had, it had other elements. For me, what, uh, what made me stop playing Star Wars was I didn't have the, the Star Wars pull to keep <laughs> oh, me yeah. playing the game. And that was a large part of the Star Wars MMO. If you were a Star Wars fan, this game really appealed to you. Again, you know, the story... It was done well because it was voice acted and, um, you know, you made your choice and stuff like that. I did enjoy that because I'm someone who, I'm sorry, I'm lazy and I, I tend to just skip over. Because a lot of the quests that you get in, like, MMOs is like, I can't find my cat. Can you go, like, <laughs> kill ten other cats and then give me... So I can feel better about not having a cat because everybody else will not have a cat. Right? So, you know... <laughs> So for that, it's like it's hard to be able to kind of decipher through what's actual main storyline and which Final Fantasy XIV does really well. Yeah. If something is a story quest, it has like a flamed icon around it. So, you know, oh, this is one is important and I will read it. And then the other shit's just like, yeah. go get me my cat from that tree. Sort of got ten squirrels. Stuff like that, you know? So, um. I think that was really good. Um, yeah, I think one interesting thing is that for the first like three or four years after World of Warcraft came out, all these games were like, how can we do the same thing as World of Warcraft? And then around 2010, it was like, okay, how can we do it differently? And that's when it got interesting. Well, I think that's when it started to tank. Wow, yeah. started to tank. And it was like not... The, the subscriber numbers were starting to go down, so it was like, oh, okay, this model's not working anymore. And that was indicative by the sort of the state of the industry, because my understanding is a lot of people who were on the WoW team that wanted to do some fun things actually left and started working for Ubisoft, who did Guild Wars 2. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Forced into a model that was successful by the business. And they didn't and want to change like, it. Oh, no, we want to do these other things. So then mm-hmm. they went and did Guild Wars 2, which explains why Guild Wars 2 is actually so fundamentally different from Guild Wars 1. In fact, yes, there is it, no focus on guilds almost in Guild Wars 4. None. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, they did add in some stuff recently, but in, like, but yeah, it's you're adjacent very right. to the, yeah, the main it, game. Exactly. Yeah. Guild adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, with, also, after WoW came, different pay models. Um, so, WoW and I think Ever, EverQuest was probably the first introduce probably one of the main first that did the pay to play model um and then we started to see the birth of uh freemium and free to play models so freemium being something like what star wars is now where it's free 
if you want to do more stuff in the game, um, you have to pay um, for like more raids. If you want to do more dungeons, if you want to hide your helmet, yeah, God, they knew, like they knew that they would get the gays with that. You got to hide your helmet and (laughs) color your outfit, right there. Yeah, yeah. So there's certain things uh, that with the freemium model, um, you know, you can play the game for free. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do more, you got to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the free-to-play games completely, um, which now Rift has gone free-to-play, yeah. and then Guild Wars is free-to-play. Right. So right. you just buy the game, and you can play all of it in its entirety, but then there's, like, microtransactions for, like, cosmetic things, buffs for, like, your character yeah. and stuff like that. Those are done through microtransactions, which is working really well for Guild Wars. Cause yeah. I hate microtransactions. No, but I like Nobody that they don't, they don't gimp your experience at yes. all. These are things like there's an extra bank slot, a a, um, a hat. So that game, the the game I told you about, um, Nexus, mm. that one of the big ones I played like religiously for the longest time. It was it moved away from like the pay to play. I mean, it's still pay to play. You pay like a small mm. fee every month, but now it's microtransactions. Mm. Like you buy like an auto revive, you buy an extra bank slot, you buy you know dyes, new outfits, mm. that sort of thing. You can like, buy pets if. If there's if free to play is done in a way that it doesn't detract from the the core, core game. game, like right. I can go and I can play and I can level, I can quest, I can do dungeons, I can raid and be that's fine. what Guild Wars is, right? Yeah. But you know, if I want to look pretty, then I'm gonna pay money for it because that makes sense. They that's how you do it in real more, life. Bitch, I always look pretty. It takes mm-hmm. more work and effort for the developers to make extra costumes and stuff like that. So that I can get behind because it, it, right. it is work. More work going okay. involved with yeah. that, so I'm fine with that. But it's when they start to, you know, fuck shit up that I'm like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> uh-uh. Um. So in my in my research, um, there's some other notable, interesting MMOs. Some that I didn't even know existed. Uh-huh. Tales of Eternia Online is a Tales MMO. Who really? That existed. I had no idea. Delight Roll. Tales. <laughs> yeah. Tales has it's a it's a it's um. The SNES side-scroller type, um, and it's in Japan only. Hmm. Shin Megami Tensei, Imagine. um, That's crazy. Shin Megami has a uh, MMO. That's nuts. Hello Kitty Online. I knew about this. That was weirdly successful. I knew about Hello Kitty Online, and I want it inside of me. (laughs) Ew. uh... Greg, I think you need to get laid. (laughs) You've made a lot of sexual. I just make a lot of sexual. References. Who's saying I'm no, not getting laid? No, 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 a little bit more than normal today. Um, and then Dragon Quest Ten was online. Oh, I want to play that game so bad, but you can't. So you know more about Dragon oh, Quest. Man. Can you can you talk 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 a bit about that? So like, it's a Dragon Quest game basically yeah. done online, but only in Japan. Yeah, and it's for Wii. It's for Wii, Wii U, and now PC. Okay, so. Why are they holding us back? Why are they not giving us Dragon Quest? Is it just a translation issue? Uh, well, it's the whole overheads of setting up a separate MMO, and Square Enix is not the best at doing that, clearly. Clearly. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy fourteen. So yeah, they have to translate the whole damn game. They have to buy servers. They have to set up servers. They have to set up a new pay structure. It's just there's there's work that they are not. They just don't want to do it, and they don't and they don't really see the return on it. I think in that case, well, especially because Dragon Quest it's not as big here. It's not as big here. Yeah. Dragon Quest is like the like in Japan, like and it's not even selling that well in Japan. And this is a really 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 big mistake I think they made on their part. Dragon ever since Final Fantasy took its tumble, you know, tumbled down the hill a little bit, got a few bruises and cuts. Mm-hmm. 
three games of cuts. Um, <laughs> and, um, Final Fantasy, uh, sorry, uh, Dragon Quest became was like the last traditional Japanese RPG left standing. And they fucked it up a little bit with nine because there was no main story. It was sort of about like bringing your DSs together to play. I remember eight was pretty space. good. Eight was really that good. That was Seven the PlayStation. Eight were super good. PlayStation two. Two, yeah. I remember eight being awesome. And then ten, they ruined the model even further by taking it to this MMO level. Right. Um, but I still really want to play it because unlike nine, ten has actually a really good story. Right. And um, it's strange because it's still the same in that you'll you run around the field in MMO style, but when you hit an enemy. Then you go into a time-based action oh, really? battle. Yeah. So you'll still go into a regular turn-based oh. battle system. Is that kind of what Final, the original Final Fantasy fourteen had? Uh, Where you? Yes, it was yeah. still an ATV system. It was a it was a time bar. Right. Yeah, okay. Battle system. So it, it was very similar, and you know you still have a party of four, and each party gets to pick what they want to do and and wait for the meter to fill up. <laughs> do it online in a collective environment. That's so cool. I think it'd be cool. I don't know. Maybe this is how it works. Yeah. But if they like. If you if you're by yourself and you like run into a monster, other players can just like jump in and jump into that ATB style thing. Yeah, and then they can't. They don't, they don't have that yet. That'd be cool. And if they just jumped into it, and then that th- you can't leave until the monster is defeated, kind <laughs> of that'd be neat. Yeah. I don't know. Any, maybe well, no. they're on their second, and and so I mean, it's not doing as well as they thought it was going to do. It's not. I mean, it's now in the millions. When it launched, it wasn't. But they're into their second major patch, so they're okay. into their burning crusade, if you will. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you know, it, it's doing well. I just wish they would release it here. That would be. I would yeah, that's play probably. It. I think right now their main focus is Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, and Nintendo would have to bring it over. Yeah. Nintendo would have to be the one that published it, and that's a huge. And Nintendo just Girl, they're working on Pokebank right now. Yeah, just leave them they alone. got things to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so yeah. other um, online games, not really an MMO, but worth mentioning, that is also big in Japan, Monster Hunter. Three. I don't know anything about this game franchise, <laughs> and, and everybody insane. talks about and it Monster all the time. Monster Hunter 4 is coming out. Yes. Oh Which you said there was a God. Nintendo Direct yes, for it? Yes, I missed it this morning. This, this morning, Sunday, as we're 4. recording. Um, Monster Hunter is huge in Japan. Like, Huge, and the fact that it's exclusive to Nintendo DS, um, 3DS, yeah, 3DS, sorry, um, and it's going to have online because when they did Monster Hunter Three, um, the Ultimate one on D- 3DS, they didn't have, it didn't online. have online, which I don't know why they didn't do that. Like you could do like Link Play um, with you know people in the same room, um, but they just didn't have the online there. But they are putting it in the in four in four, yeah. Which they better bring to North America because now I play. 3- they already said it's coming to North America. Okay, oh, it is. Yeah, good. It's, it's starting to take off here. Woo! I'm excited. Um, so yeah, um, that brings us to Final Fantasy XIV. Now in our current time, which everyone except me is addicted to. I'm not. I'm playing, not I've not. No. Started I know, but you're yeah. going to. I have no desire to play that game. Well, you Shut know up. Final Fantasy. Fan, not you're at kind all. Kind of Sorry, like. Guys. Shut up, Cameron. Done with MMOs. Why are you here anyway? Guild Wars. When you play, I still play Star Wars. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, well then. I feel like we might be able to rope Cameron into one month. No, I don't want to pay for another game. You're going to no. do it. No. It's $30. It. It's and really the first $30. month is free. Yeah, no, the first yeah. month is free. I will say, also, here's my piece on, yeah. on Final Fantasy XIV. It's, it's a very good game. It's unfortunate they're having these server issues. But, again, server issues are... It happen happens everything. with every game oh my God, that I remember comes Cataclysm. on. They're trying to get yeah. on Cataclysm. Oh, oh like my even, God. Even with Blizzard, like, had these, uh. not to the extent that they are, but even, like, Blizzard had issues with, like, you being able to log on and stuff like that. Like, you had to wait in queues. Like, this is no different. 
the game is very popular right now, you know. So, I mean, I think a lot of people are very understanding of the fact that it's having these issues, and they are working to fix it. Like, yeah, yeah. now you can log on, and it's, like, normal. Like it puts Does it kick like, you out if you stay on too long? No, it still doesn't kick you out. So yeah, you're still strange. logged into your... No, no, no. Oh, no? No, because now that I can actually log on, and it'll tell you your disposition in queue and whatnot, it, like, it doesn't take forever to log on anymore. Oh. So I log out like normal. And I think a lot of people are doing that too, which has also helped dictate yeah. The, yeah, actually, everything actually, in yeah. general. Yeah. Um, but it's re- done really well. The story is is very good, interesting. Um, it's It feels a lot m- like a Final Fantasy game. Okay. And which is interesting to see in, in an MMO space because... Um, How do you like preserve that? Exactly. Feeling, right? A feel- the feeling of like the single player, kind yeah. of immersive feeling. And... Um, you know, so when you're questing, um, you uh, you get it goes into the battle music when you start battling. Really, with is it like? It goes like yeah, like yeah. The music fades in. The music fades in, and it starts. And then as it's done, you go back to your regular overworld music. Okay. And I find like the the community in in Final Fantasy is a lot more a lot nicer. Um, so, for example, um, you know, if you die in the game, you have to get raised back at wherever you set your, like, home point to. And in some cases, you could be, like, so far away from where you actually had yeah, your home point. Yeah. So you can just go and chat and be like, hey, can someone raise me? At-? And you have coordinates on the map and someone will come, usually in... I find people do that in Guild Wars too, though, because you get experience. Right? Yeah, like people, it's it's not, a, it's not because they're being nice. Quest, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Raise 40 people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, well. I, but no, um, like... But no, that that's nice. Like Final Fantasy crowd is a very different crowd. Yeah. It's yeah. a very, very different crowd. Like, friendly? Yeah, it's they very spend friendly. they time crowd. writing fan fiction on the internet. Like, they're, <laughs> like, it's they're very friendly. Yeah. Like, if you are, um, like, just, like general chat there's there's no trolling in in general chat well mostly because right now it's being spammed by gold farmers like the, yeah. the gold farmers right now it, it's out of control and because they don't have a system in place to properly block uh, mm. or spammers it's just constant mm. so it, it's ridiculous like if you're in like the cities it's out of control out of control like right now like your chat will just keep doing this like keep scrolling up because it's just Gold spammers, crazy, constantly spamming, and they. I hate it. So they need to put a patch in place to like exactly. fix that because it's just mm. you can't even communicate with people, and they they start whispering you now too. It's like it's it's so invasive. It's just getting really bad. Um, but they are they they are doing a lot of things well. Um, there's the, the battles that you have with the the summons. Uh huh. Those are epic, and difficult. I've only done one so far, and I'm coming close to my next one. Was it Ifrit? If it was the first one, um, and so it's like a kind of like a what class are you playing? Um, I'm playing the thermiturge. A thermiturge, thermiturge, like, um, which evolves into a black mage. The class system again, very weird, um, but it it, it works ish. Um, I just wish they had a better system in place. But I think they are planning on adding more classes, and you have to like mix classes to become other classes. Yeah, just yeah. like so, in like tactics and like the yeah. job-based Final Fantasies, which I love. So yeah, it's all jobs. Yeah. If you are a Final Fantasy fan, you need to play Final Fantasy XIV because you definitely will enjoy it. It is very much like um, 
a Final Fantasy experience. Yeah, I like to shit on this game a lot and its predecessor, but like, so long as people are enjoying it, I know a lot of people have been waiting for this game to actually be good. Way to, to backpedal, Cameron. To hear that it's actually good now. <laughs> backpedal, backpedal, oh, oh, backpedal. What's that I hear? It's the gears <laughs> squealing as you backpedal. Oh. <laughs> oh, well. I love you, Cameron. Of course we do. We play Guild Wars all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so that wraps things up for our show. Thank you for staying through our whole however long podcast we are. Oh, oh, we're at we're almost at two hours. Jeez, Louise. Whatever. Two hours. It happens. God, we talk a lot. Who shuts us up? I will. So to close us out. Yeah. Um, So to close us out, some quick shout outs to our wonderful other indie gay podcast. Our sisters. Sisters from Koopa Club. And we will kill you in your sleep. Just going on what you were saying. We will Uh, kill you in your sleep. I was like, whoa. Yeah. So there was a, they had. It's like they know our lives. They were having a, Koopa Club was having a discussion about, um, who who they want their like enemy podcast to be their rival podcast their rival podcast and um someone threw a video game realness and then Jonko was like no I don't want to be enemies of video game realness they, they kill us in our sleep what else did they compare us to they <laughs> tried to find out like who they're like oh this uh, I think it was a like Game Boy is a Cuba, Cuba Club on math and yeah. they're like no video game game realness, realness is Cuba Club <laughs> on, on math. math I was like you goddamn right we are <laughs> and uh, Jonko also made the comment that I'd cut a bitch and yes i would cut a bitch <laughs> just for fyi amazing um oh but anyway we love you guys um and uh, to game buoy and orange lounge radio and game bar i haven't listened to you guys but i'm going to soon i promise i promise um, i will too uh also uh the podcast cross zone uh podcast that they did um at uh gamer x um is available um to download from Cooper club and from game buoy Definitely listen to it, especially if you're interested in becoming a podcaster. Yeah. Um, it was a really good listen. Um, definitely you should listen to it. Great advice. And it just kind of gives gives you a sense of the feel of the community yeah. and like the gay nerd kind of scene. And there is a community and how supportive of uh, each other everybody is. It's yeah. quite good. Yeah. It's and it, it, yeah. Listen to it. I'm not gonna give it away any more spoilers. Um, so yeah, um, keep reaching out to us on Twitter. We'd love your feedback. We've got a couple of feedbacks this week. Thank you so much. Yep, yep. Um, and on Facebook, we're going to be more active on Facebook um, in the coming weeks. And please uh, rate us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Yes, five stars, please. Five stars. five stars. I mean, one if you really think we're Fill worth our, one. But... <laughs> Fill our ATB meters with five star ratings. <laughs> How dirty does that sound? Not really. All right. Anyways, thanks so much for listening, and that is the end of this podcast. Goodbye, everyone. Hey. See you online. You're waving again.
Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi to We'll get it one time. We'll get it. We'll get it. We got this. Guys. Can we not make this a Mama's going to get it. Mama's going to get it. <laughs> work it out. Work it out. Work it out. Okay. Take it easy. And I, I, I. It's me trying to get the tune. You good? I'm ready. And hello, everyone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 I'm going to...